Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Pochcast. Today, Pochfad and Star will be having another absolutely riveting conversation with more wonderful, talented, and inspiring people. So, grab that drink, get your butt comfy, and hold on to your seat. This is the Pochcast. Hey everybody, thank you so much for coming back into a podcast. This is a podcast. This is a singular podcast that we're recording for you to listen to, for your ears to be appeased, to be joy-filled, to, to have the gloriousness of our voices into your ear holes. Uh, so the podcast is here. Balls. Wait, what? Are I'm we sorry, tickling earballs now? Yeah, we're tickling earballs. Oh, God. It went from wholesome to... <laughs> so, hey, the voices you hear, let's just introduce... Hi, Star. Star, how are you doing today? Don't say, don't say, don't say. I'm still standing. So, she's sitting down. Okay, so Star's here. Hi, Star. And today, today we have the, the overjoyedness. We have the excitement. We have the wonderfulness, which is Amber Lark Art. Amber, how are you doing today? Uh, I I am surviving. Yes. Yeah. No, the zombies haven't got me yet. <laughs> so zombie deer have not got me. We're good. We're good. Zombies haven't got you. You had your coffee? Uh, I did. I had my coffee. It was delightful. It was a uh, hazelnut cappuccino. Fucking Ooh, fantastic. Oh. Delightful. Delicious. It's fancy. Okay, we got some bougie stuff going on over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was petrified. <laughs> just thinking I could never live without you by my side. Wait, wait, are we gonna get to the rest of the song? Anyway, I don't know. Yeah, um, <laughs> no, ten seconds we're good. It's for it's it's for use. Okay. So um what what you guys are gonna hear today, and this is kind of neat, is that we've known Amber for a while now. We've been we've been friends for a hot minute. Um so much so that we've actually hung out in person. A lot of these uh, you know discussions, hangouts, interviews, whatever you want to call them. They happen over the country or over, you know, around the world. This this person here is someone that we've actually been able to hang out with. We've had sushi with you. All right. Dude, God, I miss that fucking place. Dude, Ugh. the sushi was so good. Dude, okay, so we can go so get good. that sushi whenever we want to, but we actually don't specifically just because we want to save that as the restaurant we have with you guys. Yes. Aww, yeah. that's so sweet. Because it's like it makes it a treat and then like doubly a treat because we know that we're hanging out with you guys when we have it. And mm-hmm. so many treats. Yes. Yes. I absolutely. love treats. And also, just to really let people know, this is a person that we gave two cats to. Like we we are we are like stingy. When, when, you know, the, our cats had kittens. Oops, it was an accident, but they did it. And and we were stingy with them, you know. We're like, we're gonna give them away, and then we saw them born, and we're like, we're never letting them go. And and then there was Relly and Amber, and they came up and stayed for the weekend, which was a lot of fun, and took uh, took Stitch and Dante home, which, from what I hear, is the reason why Amber was up as early uh, oh, as she was today, because Dante was uh, attacking the the blanket monster. Look, the blanket monster had to be defeated. Had mm-hmm. to. It, it was going to get me. It, he was protecting me. He was those protecting my me. my sons. I helped birth those things. <laughs> God, and they are fucking huge. 
Like right? over twelve pounds, the lot of them. I I don't know how it happened. Jeez. She, you, what's funny is Panda, my little baby, is six pounds. So mm-hmm. literally the boys are double her size. Oh, yeah. It takes two okay, pandas. What are you feeding hole. them? Like, you need to send me pictures of what you feed them so I can oh, get I these cats a little bit bigger. Oh, God. What is it right now? I can't remember. There's like, there's like three different cat foods that we are mixing together, one of which is kitten food. And, like, I don't, I don't know. I think they'd just be chungus. I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put a kibosh on that. Look, I'm the one that's gotta pay for all this food. Keep them small. Keep her cat small. <laughs> I gotta spend less money. They can eat what they eat. <laughs> Look, Bean Toes is is 17 pounds, and that dude like 18. detaches. Oh God, his 18. jaw when he scoops up the food like a big tractor. Right. So I'm already paying extra money for this this big guy to eat. I don't need six big oh gosh we would have to take a loan out we would have to sell our organs come on Mm -hmm. yes organs is so anyway (laughs) hi ever hi so we've established how we know you and everything else but she was allowed in my house there are not a lot of people and amber got a hug from me uh-oh. I did. On multiple I got a hug. I got hugs. Multiple. Plural. Yes. I mean, I'm trying to think. The people that have actually been into our house. We've been here for over two years. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one, two, three, four, five, six people. Besides, besides, you know, our daughter's friends, you know, because she has yeah. her friends over. But, like, of people we know, there's only six people that have actually been inside of our house. And... Two of those were parents of mine. <laughs> Wait, did your did your mom your mom came into the house? Okay, seven mm-hmm. people. So three out of the seven people were parents. That's how that's how few people we let actually into the house. We're, Even my we're, own grandmother who came to Spokane to get surgery has never been in my house. Damn. Yeah, but she had I a nice hotel and, and everything else. And, mm-hmm. But anyway, enough about us. Uh, so <laughs> Amber is Amber is. I just I wanna I wanna um, Amber's family. Brag. I wanna brag on Amber a little bit before we get into everything. A- Amber is a magnificent artist, and I I love saying people are talented, but I also don't want the word talent to seem like they were born with it. Where you know she may have been born with so much talent, but there is a lot of skill which it requires time and dedication and practice that has gone into her craft and patience and and patience. And it shows it absolutely shows. She's a phenomenal artist. Oh Um, God. Everything from beautiful kitties to wieners. No, I mean, to, uh, (laughs) that's true. That's accurate. accurate. Hot dogs, obviously. (laughs) Um, And, and D and D characters and the potion bottles and, I know there's so much more than, than, but those are just, you know, little examples that I'm giving. Um, and I mean, this is, this is somebody that, that I'm excited because what yesterday, the day before yesterday, day before yesterday, um, I was gifted a set of emotes from Amber of my, our cats, four of our cats. Yay. And like, they look like our cats, you know, and it's really awesome. I'm super excited about it. I don't know if you can tell by the high pitched screech of my voice that just happened, but, um, you know, Amber, Amber is, uh, super... he almost peed himself when I gave him to him. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I didn't know. I like, I wasn't ready. 
you know, usually when you're going to get a surprise, you're ready, right? Or you 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 have an idea. Oh yeah. And what was funny is that I was um that day that I guess you were doing them. I was about oh. to raid you. Like I was about to raid <laughs> you. And and Star comes in and goes, "Don't raid Amber." And I'm like, "But like I had you typed in. It was either oh, raid yeah. and your name." And she's like, "Don't raid Amber." I'm like, "But." But I wanna, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that explains the random shout out. Mm, that explains. Yeah. Okay, oh yeah. Like, no, I, yeah. I definitely. Yeah, I did that. So I was like, okay, if I can't rate her, everybody go follow. Um, you know, and then and then. Well, and then everybody go. found out that you were making a surprise for Potch, and they all had to go and look and see what it was. Because <laughs> I got what's this? Ooh. So. Now that we have all that, and I've talked extensively, uh, you know, even though this is all about you, I have a question for you. Oh, sure. Fire away. What is your shoe size? No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm a <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, what? what's your shoe size? Stop it. Um, <laughs> can you send me picture? No, I'm just, I'm... <laughs> picture didn't happen. What? <laughs> um, what? What is it that got you into drawing? Have you always drawn? Were you that kid that drew on the walls and you loved, or did you start later on? Oh no, I was definitely that kid that drew on the walls. Uh, I can re- remember very fondly uh, the master bathroom in my home uh, when my mom and and dad were like old. You know, they, they were they were older when they had me, but it's whatever. Um, but I took was it pencils colored pencils and i something else i don't remember what it was i think a sharpie and i drew on the walls Let's they go. didn't cover it up they're just like this is okay this is fine i'm like yes that's kind of cool yeah I, I as long as i can remember i have been drawing i don't remember a time where there wasn't a pencil or pen or various random object in my hand okay Okay, were you like me when you were a kid and always getting in trouble for having doodles, like, around the edges of your paperwork yeah. at school? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> my, my teachers started to uh, understand that that is, like, because one of the things that I learned, not then, I like, I just thought it was weird, uh, learning later on is when you doodle on, like, the margins of things, if you're, like, listening to a teacher, it's actually uh, a way to kind of, like, keep your brain active. True. Mm-hmm. Is it kind of like, you know how um, with like spelling bees, you know, when kids are preparing for them, they do motions or whatever. Yeah, that, it's that kind of like that. Keep mm-hmm. them going or like, you know, they'll tap their foot or they'll tap their leg or, you know, whatever. Well, that... Okay, so honey, you know how when you and I are having a conversation and I am always like face first in my phone and I'm usually playing a puzzle or a game or something while we're talking. Uh-huh. It's because I retain information better when my hands are occupied. Yep. And it kind helps of my brain to focus on that one conversation. So it's the same concept. That's awesome. Basically what we're saying is that we are neurospicy. Yes. There you we, go. Got, we got a touch of touch of something. Not only is it not diagnosed, but like a little bit of brain spicy. Oh I right, am. Right. I've got PTSD, severe anxiety, depression, and ADHD. And the H is very prevalent in me because I'm a very hyperactive person. <laughs> yeah, I know we, I'm we, clinically depressed and clinically anxious, but the ADHD, I'm pretty sure that's still, that's a thing. I haven't been diagnosed for it. World's well, Just speaking of the ADHD, and I just got to say it because, so there's the ADD and there's the ADHD. The H is the defining thing, and that's the hyperactive. 
right? Because mm-hmm. ADD people can be very, very mellow, but easily distracted. H is the hyperactive and easily distracted. Mm-hmm. I, I recently found that they tried to just mold those two into one, which yeah. didn't make sense because that's like the turtle and the hare, right? Mm-hmm. The turtle cruises. It'll still get to the finish line, but the hare is all over the place much, much faster. They're not the same thing. They're, yeah, they're two different things. Thing. Like ADD is the turtle. ADHD is the hare. They're both going the same place. They're both having the same issues, but one is much, much quicker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that's okay. So you did doodles, you did drawing, you, oh, you, you did. I mean, did you have a focus when you were younger of what, or did you just draw whatever popped into your head? Uh, I was very much that kid that uh, it was like whatever popped into my head. And then I realized that references are not cheating. Uh, but True. I was, I was very much so like that kid that was just like, Oh, this is a really cool idea. I'm going to draw it. And then it would just go from brain to paper without anything really in between. And, okay. uh, uh, one of the things I always tell, like, I always say on stream for younger artists, or just artists in general, I don't know when or why this rumor started of, like, things, but, like, references aren't cheating. Oh, no. They aren't. They they help you, you know, draw the thing that you're wanting to draw. It's not cheating. I I, I learned uh, younger, because um, I, I, I wasn't an artist till later, much, much later. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did, and it sounds funny because I could be contradicting myself. I did create comic books with a friend of mine. He was That's the artist. Funny. Like, he was the artist. He He's phenomenal. I actually have a tattoo of his work. Like, he's really, really good artist. Um, yeah. And what I would do is I would do the tracing, right? Yeah, so he would draw like- something, mm-hmm. and I would do the, the tracing over it to make multiple copies because we would put mm-hmm. out our own comic book. Um, then I did a lot of stuff by hand, and then Kinko's, big ups to Kinko's. Do big um, ups. <laughs> right. But I'm with that, and that's sort of like a reference, it actually helped improve the way that I did draw if I ever did doodle um, because I got used to following a good artist in their lines yeah. and their shapes and their anatomy and, and whatever else, you know, was being drawn. Hell yeah. If you would have asked me to draw, uh, we did a thing with robotic monkeys with guns, right? If you would ask me to draw a gun, it wouldn't look like a three-year-old drew a, you know, bubble space gun compared to his very detailed, you know, Glock 9, you know, and you mm. could tell this was a freaking gun. But when I started tracing it, I started to be able to realize how to do it. I never said it was my own work, but having yeah. that reference really taught and showed, um, you know, where to make the corners, how to do the lines and everything else. So I hear oh, yeah. references are not cheating. Um, even tracing them is not cheating as long as you don't say it's your own. You know, exactly. like if you trace something, don't take credit for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just teaching you how to do the drawing or giving you ideas or oh yeah um as a graffiti artist i i look at other graffiti artists and i use references and go oh i never thought to make an a like that like you know that's crazy i oh wow this is it it opens your mind to train something new oh yeah well, I use photographs of actual <laughs> animals in oh, yeah. my artwork like i have to have them up because if i don't have them i cannot draw them yeah, and that's there's nothing wrong with that. Like having having a reference again, not cheating. Like no. I don't I don't know why it started in like it's, middle school. Like, it's cheating if you trace it and you don't do anything to it. Well, yeah, because then you you're just tracing it. Call it your own. 
if you yeah, trace yeah. it and call it your own. See, tracing it still just gives you the ability to learn how to practice, make those yeah. movements, practice, yeah. but it's the calling it your own. I think yeah. that's where the line is. That's the issue, yeah. Right there. Now, if I take some photographs that people, like, let's say it's a National Geographic photograph of a Ooh. lion, right? And okay. I'm going to draw this lion, but I, uh -huh. like, use the actual photo of the lion and I draw the photo of the lion, but I draw it in my style, that is my artwork. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. it's not the photo anymore. It's a completely different picture. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a derivative work. Post. Yeah, it's a derivative work at that point. Like, I, I don't see that there's an issue with that because it's you're, you you've created something from the photo, but it's not the photo. Right. Mm -hmm. And it would be no different than me going and sitting in the middle of the savanna and drawing a lion that's sitting in front of me. It's a little exactly. safer. It is different. Yeah, it is a lot safer. safer. <laughs> That's the difference. <laughs> it's much safer. And cheaper because, God, like, tickets oh, to the yeah. Oh, God. I like, would I love to go? Yes. Do I want to deal with the heat and stuff like that? Absolutely no. not. <laughs> yeah, but like, I like, am... We're talking, like, like 10 grand to go do this for, like, a oh, week yeah. or two. Like, it's expensive, too. Hey. Oof. Yeah. That's a, that's a no for me, boss. That is yeah. expensive. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. That, and I've seen too many videos where they're out camping, you know, in their safe places, and the lions just walk up to the tent and sniff you. No, I'm, nope. Mm -mm. No, I'm good. I'm His good. teeth I'm are bigger good. than mine. Yep, we good. We are, we are golden. Um, so was there, there, like, did you gravitate towards, uh, like, realism when you were younger to cartoony stuff to, like, was there a certain thing that you gravitated towards? Uh, so I I grew up in the, like, basically born in the late 80s, 90s, grew up in the, the like, the 90s or 2000s. Anime got its claws in me very, very early. Gotcha. Uh, I never went for realism just because realism was always kind of... It seemed tedious. I wish I would have mm -hmm. put in the work for a little bit more realistic stuff because that anime influence is still with me today. Nothing wrong with that, mind you. Right. But it, it it still has its claws very severely in my back. <laughs> Got you. Got you. Yeah, because realism really yeah, realism's a whole other beast. I think I think a combination of like a realism and an anime to like give that little like fine tuning to an anime because some animes are are vague, for yeah. lack of better words. Oh yeah. Um, the, like there's a lot of open space that they don't fill in, which I find is a neat art form in itself to have oh, that yeah. much open space, no detailed, but still be able to see the picture. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool, um, but like having that the inner the in between the animated and the uh um like realism so that you have that but you do like i was looking at one of your dragons that dragon that you shared the other day um when we were doing we were we were watching the the movie the b-rated movie right yes okay so you put a lot of detail <laughs> like mm -hmm. there's a lot of and not just the line work and that's what i love like your line work is beautiful like you have you have very just pristine line work which i appreciate but your attention to lighting and shading and depth and all of those things that go into making something look like it's standing up and off the page is phenomenal to me like i i saw that and was just like huh 
you know, then just my, I'm not quiet a lot. I talk a lot. We all know that. <laughs> it made me quiet for a little bit. Like, that's how beautiful I thought it was. Um, do you see the the shading and the the lighting direction in your mind, or do you have to play with it to get it to where you want it? Um, typically, I see it in my head first. Uh, what I will do is I will add, like, a little arrow uh, to be like, oh, the lighting's coming from this direction, just so that I remember to be like, okay, it's coming from this direction. Uh, a lot of the times I've noticed, like, with most of my artwork, the lighting is coming from the left and, like, top left. I don't know why. I need to change that at some point. I need to, I need to mix it up a little bit. But, like, I just, I know that I can kind of figure out where the lighting is, and then I give myself reminders on the page a lot of the times. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. It, it's funny you say that, that it comes from the top left a lot. Um, I also do, you know, work where I have to pay attention to lighting. I've been trying to change it up, but it almost always comes from the bottom right, like going up. So, oh, like, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Like, it's when you get used to doing a certain one, you don't yeah. usually play around with it. Like, you just, you know this works. You know what it's going to look like. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. It's, it, it, it's, it's, it's a thing. It, it's a thing that exists. <laughs> and I'm just yeah. like, well, this is my line now. But the neat thing is that it, like, it works. And if you think that a different person is going to get each one of your pieces, right, you may have been like, oh, my goodness, I did the lighting off the last 40 pieces coming from this exact direction. Mm -hmm. But 25 different people got those pieces. They're just looking at their one or two going, oh, this is perfect. You know, like they're not thinking, oh, she did the same lighting on 40 pieces. They're looking at their individual um beautiful masterpiece and going i love it the lighting's perfect which i mean even if you do it from the same direction it is it's it's great like you do a really good job um i know squigs we all know squigs squigs raves about the DD character the multiple uh there's two and he's talking about a third one i don't know if you know about (laughs) the third one yet he's talking about it um that's how much he raves about it i know these things (laughs) that you have drawn um and you have a website which is amberlarkart.com yeah it's there uh, it has my gallery and yeah and it's amberlarkart.com did you guys hear that <laughs> amberlarkart.com um <laughs> it uh it has this neat thing and i'm kind of curious of what made you put this much detail into it but when you go to the character is it character description um but when somebody wants a character built you have an extensive list Uh, Um, i do okay what because it's it's awesome it's amazing like i love it what got you to coming up with that big of a list so these 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 uh this is a list uh that i like to go through to kind of see the character in my head like there's a lot of like okay like age they appear because the age they are and the age they appear is not always the same like especially when you're working with D D characters because you have elves that age at a very very slow rate so it's like oh this elf is 500 years old my brain's gonna be like okay they're ancient but like they're an elf so what age do they actually look like are they are they 20 yeah 27 (laughs) are they like 18 like what are we talking um height and weight i kind of play it's a little bit more kind of loosey-goosey with those 
uh, but like hair length, hair color, hair style, like it, it paints the picture in my head a lot easier and mm -hmm. makes it work for me. Okay. Um, this is also, uh, it's a little bit more of an extensive list, especially for D&D characters or like just tabletop characters in general. Uh, but these are all things that I need to know to like make the piece happen. But uh, I had a, an older list for when I was doing anthro characters that was very much so along the same lines. And I'd be like, okay, well, what is like, what is this character's eye color? And like, they wouldn't give it to me or like, it would be like through like 20 different messages. I'm like, you know what? Let's just put everything in one nice little easy to read little, little thingy. Uh, so that way I don't have to go through 20 different messages to find what eye color this character has. And they get mad when yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, it's a gemstone. It's like, okay, but what gemstone? There's like, there's, there's like a bajillion. Please. <laughs> wait, wait. There's red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, and all the shades in between. Uh-huh. Don't give me it's a gemstone. <laughs> no, seriously, I've had that happen. Um, so oh, wow. I can't... also rainbow gemstones. Exactly. There's <clears throat> gemstones. And clear. there's gemstones that are clear. And there's gemstones that are black. And there's gemstones, like. Yeah. specify people <laughs> yeah it, it's it's one of those like i'm not calling anybody else in, like anybody out in particular because I, I cannot remember gotcha. the details of this but i was working on an anthro character uh furry for a well, furry clientele and mm -hmm. which i do ha cool shit um love it they it was probably it was when i was first starting so it must have been within my first couple of years that this happened and they were like i appreciate very like very flowy very prosy kind of things if I am doing a commission for a character, just just give me the deets. Just give me the deets. Don't flower yep. it up. Uh, it's it's an it's a mild annoyance, but it's like a just don't don't be flowery. You like you. I will give you a description area so you can be as flowery as you fucking want. Mm. But first couple of years, like someone actually said to me, it's like uh I, I think they forgot to give me hair color and eye color, and I'm like, homie, I can't work like this. Yeah, that's I, a big I, thing. I need that when you have a furry character, hair color is everything. Yeah, like because like fur color, yeah, fur color, hair color can be different, or like you, God, like there's so many things. But it's just like one of those like I need this info, my dude, my 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 bro, my my friendo. I I can't glean from this mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. you mean, and if I can't glean what you mean, that's a problem because I very visual, very visual, like active imagination, maladaptive J during the whole nine. And that's, I don't know about you, but I put a, a limit on how many um, redos or how many yeah. changes because people will, if they don't, they, they see a vision in their head. Mm -hmm. They don't give you that vision, but expect you to create the vision that they see, but they don't tell you. And yep. when you give them something, they go, no, that's not it. Can you try this? But they don't tell you all the things to change, just one. And oh, then yeah, you go I don't the process that. of creating the entire thing oh but so i have i have a one change policy um and, and most people don't use it which is great because um and mine is different than yours but mm -hmm. i go i'm doing this in my style that's what you're paying for only yeah. thing that you need to tell me is two colors like that's the options i give them that's why when i saw your list i was like whoa <laughs> you know like Mine is tell me the word and tell me two colors and that's it. <laughs> but you have, and this is what I love. I'm looking at it right now. The character description. And, <laughs> oh, and just so you guys know, if you want to follow along, it is amberlarkart.com. 
Okay, remember that, amberlarkhart.com. Um, <laughs> you go over to the character description. Not only do you have the name, age, age they appear, which you talked about, you know, being an elf, that's very important. I mm -hmm. like that. The gender, race, class, subclass. And I know this has to do with, like, D&D &D and, and yeah. those sort of things. What I really like is that you go into depth of hair length, hair style. Like, that's really cool. Oh, yeah. um, Their personality. Now, here's a question about that. Is it, like, if they say playful or serious, is that what you're looking for to add, like, facial um, looks? Like, what what is that? What is the personality? What does that do um, for you? Personality, kind of, it, it's a little bit of a twofer. It'll give me, like, kind of a facial expression to play with, but it also gives me body, like, body pose. So Ooh. if they don't have a pose in mind... Or like, oh, I don't know what to do for this character for a pose. Uh, figure out something. And I'm like, cool, I've got playful. I can do like a playful pose. Like either they're dancing or they're like skipping or whatever it happens to be. Like, or if it's like they're they're a more somber character or they're more stoic. Like it gives me ideas of what to do for their like for what pose I want to put them in if they don't have one already. That's genius. Because, yeah, the personality would dictate if they're skipping or if they're standing there with the sword in front of them, you know, like, yeah, very much astute, you know, like, oh, I'm, you know, merely a flesh wound. I am the black. Yeah, exactly. Dead, you know, like that sort of thing. Exactly. Got you. Um, then you also have, like, their armor and their weapons. Like, it, this is a very detailed list. Like, this is smart. This is genius. That's why I was asking, like, you know, what made you come up with this many things? But. I guess yeah, trial and error of people not giving you this information. And oh to go yeah, back and ask and ask and ask and ask <laughs> and yeah, no, it's 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 an ongoing. Like I'm always constantly adding more things to the list too. If I'm like, this is a thing that I have to ask about multiple people multiple times. I'm putting this on the list. Got you. Which is that's smart. That's good business, and that to me shows that you're a good business person. You know, because you understand you have to do that. Yeah, like, and just, you got it. Yeah, it, just, it makes my job easier because all I have to do is go back through and look at the email they sent and be like, ah, yes, okay, this is what I need right now, and just go through my list. You have uh, one that I thought was fun, uh, piercings, tattoos, and scars. Like, that, you're going detailed. Oh, yeah. You're going oh. detailed. Oh, yeah, like uh, doing doing piercings, uh, like pe ear piercings, nose piercings, eyebrow, stuff like that. Like that's that's something that I need. Like if it's a major like look mm -hmm. or like a, a thing that for their fans, I need to know. Mm -hmm. Scars, also a big thing. Tattoos, also like if your character has tattoos, but you don't tell me they have tattoos and then come back to me. Oh, they, wait, they have these tattoos. I'm like. Did you not look at the list? Did you not look? Did you not look at my list? Come I, on. Like the the list is very important. I I work best off of a list. Well, and it's great. And it's the reason I'm looking at this and loving it is that I recently had a client that wanted something very specific. Mm -hmm. You know, they they you know kept it in our wheelhouse. You know of what we do, but they wanted something very specific. And what I loved is that they wrote a list of like nice. four different bullet points, but each one was very detailed to the point that I was like. I know just what you want and was it to the point that I, I drew up something while I skimmed the list and that was, this was my fault. I skimmed the list. I drew up something, went back and read the list and realized I did, I did it wrong. And it was my fault 
they were very specific on what they wanted, mm. and I skimmed it instead of fully reading it. So I stopped yeah. and then fully read it and was able to create exactly what they wanted without even having to reach out to them again. Mm-hmm. Uh, was wonderful. It was wonderful. Oh, yeah. Lists are great. I, have, yeah. I highly recommend working with them. I mean, you have the background. So not only the personality, but the background. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. Uh, so the background is kind of, it's a little bit of a twofer as well. Like that one is like where the character is from, like with, with characters in D&D uh, or just tabletops in general, uh, there's usually a reason why they became an adventurer or there's a reason why they became the way they are. Um, one, it's to kind of get that mindset of like, okay, they were, you know, say this character was an, a street urchin. These are some of the things that I would kind of put, like, this is kind of also dealing with the pose and dealing with, like, the vibes of the piece. But it's also a good way for people to brain rot about their character. Because as a as a tabletop person myself, I love telling people about my characters. I do it all the time on stream. So it's like, it, it, I give that little that little section to be like, gush here. Nice. Okay. So it's sort of a, a way for someone to be excited and invest themselves exactly. into what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's Okay, psychology-wise, this is genius. Because, <laughs> because I mean, well, not only is somebody, like, coming to you to create a character, right? But instead of just going, hey, make something and sort of detaching, and then, like, you draw it, and then, like, ads, okay, it's cool, okay, I like it, and then, and then creating it, they're investing first into it. So now they're already pre-invested in oh, whatever yeah. you're drawing. So as you create it, you know, that gets them more and more excited, which is really smart business-wise and in creation because now they're going to love what you did mm-hmm. and if you look at the ripple effect of when somebody loves something they tell other people about it they come back for more they you know have no problem bragging about it those are fantastic things they're not saying that you're doing them is a manipulative thing but you're doing okay. it smart you're doing it smart to be able to get people excited about what they have i like this Look, if I was smarter, I'd be like, yes, it is all it is all a psychological. No, I just really like to hear about people's D&D characters. <laughs> I, 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 love, I love when people brain rot to me because then I can brain rot back to them, and it's just a mutual kind of thing. Nice. Nice. But yes. No, well, I totally meant to do that. Totally. It's, it's mm-hmm, mm-hmm, meant see, it's to that, that inner genius you didn't even realize. Your, your inner genius, your, your, your subconscious genius self was like, ah, I got you, conscious genius self. You know, and, and they, have, they, they had that slight discussion. But then, you know, they put it through. (laughs) Um, I'm just, I've I've been going over your website um, because it is, it is very detailed. It is is a really good website. It's well done, well created. Um, I mean, not just because, you know, we're friends and and I like what you do, but like I'm I'm going over and and taking a look to see, um, you know, what I could learn from it or, you know, how well things are put together or what you have in there and all, just dissecting it. And not in a bad way, but just dissecting it. Doesn't it like a problem. It's fine. It's it's a really well done website. I have really to thank for that. Relly is my rock and knows all the website things. I, I know very little. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I draw uh-huh. and that's it. Like I, I got nothing else. I got no, like I went to school yes. for this shit. I got nothing. <laughs> Rally's Amber Star. Is yes, I was. I was gonna say like you and me, Amber. Like we're twinsies. Okay, I draw. Same brain cell. I love. I love drawing. I love talking to people. Right. Mm-hmm. I. I don't. Me and websites. We have two, 
and I haven't done anything with them, and they're almost done. If that says anything, like you know, yep. I, I have a Relly, I have a Star, um, so I totally get that. I, I get that. Um, and that being said, having somebody to back you and support you in that way, God, it's like, wild. Like, talk to me. Like, what is what? Like, what goes through your head when Relly's like, "Oh yeah, okay, we're gonna do a website. I'll build it." Uh, I trust her fully, like hundred percent. There's there is no like, oh, I don't know, but she says, "I'm like, okay, yeah, absolutely, let's make this happen." How do we? How, I don't know how to do that. How do we do that? I love that. How long have you guys known each other? If you don't mind. Uh, so tell tell you tell a story. Tell a little story, story with a story. Okay. Um, so back in the year of of the you know early nineties, uh, okay. won't say exactly when because you know reasons. Um, I was a little two year old bean, and Relly's mom was in the hospital having Relly. Um, we've known each other that long. Uh, her dad has flaming or had he he you know because older people age and stuff and white hair happens right. um when he was in his youth or at least younger when i was two uh he had flaming red hair and okay. i as a little baby boobop had flaming red hair uh you see the you see the issue uh basically oh. he was holding me waiting for uh really to come into the world and i was mistaken for his child on more than one occasion <laughs> Like, oh, you're going to be an older sister. I'm like, I'm two. I don't know what that is. And I don't know what that is. <laughs> Basically, we have been together, connected to the hip since Relly was born. And it has not stopped. That is awesome. That is that is actually really, really amazing to me when people can be friends that long. Um, you know, it's mind-blowing. I'm just like, we can't get rid of each other. Like, basically, we're, we're connected. We can't. We we could separate for, you know, for miles and miles and states away. But th- we we have a connection. I love that. I absolutely love that. You know, and I actually understand that. Um, the the oldest friend that I have, I've had for 26 years, um, went through periods where, you know, I moved to Hawaii. He was in, in Washington. Mm-hmm. We barely would talk, but off and on for 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. But we're still the bestest of friends. And oh, when yeah. he suggested, you know, when I was going to move from Hawaii to move to his city, which was inland and there's snow and it got down to negative 15 last night. I did it. You know, like I, I moved, you know, to that city because, so I get that. I get that close friendship that no matter what, even if there's gaps, you know, times that you're not near each other, you still have that connection of a friendship. So that's oh, yeah. beautiful. That is, I love that. Like having, having friends is cool and stuff or something. It, it is. So I heard. Yeah, so I hear through the grapevine. I don't know why. <laughs> So, so really, really is the one to go, Hey, you need website. I make website. And you're like, mm-hmm. good. <laughs> I trust you implicitly go. That is amazing. That is absolutely amazing. So speaking of the website and that she's like all in, because I've heard her say, like, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that, that Amber succeeds. And I love that. Like, that is beautiful to have behind you. Um, was there a certain point that you were working like other jobs, not art, or have you always like made a living per se doing art? Oh God, no. Uh, so I can actually tell you the turning point of when I started doing art for a living. Um, so I had always done like customer service jobs and you, anybody, anybody who's worked those knows that it's hell. It's awful. It sucks. Yes. yes. Uh, I had just lost my job with, uh, 
something I don't even know what it is anywhere else, but it's a, called a lottery deli here. Essentially, it's it's a casino without it being a casino. It's it's video poker. Okay. And I'd lost my job there. And I'm sitting there like a month later and I'm like, oh shit, oh fuck, I've lost my job. I don't know how I'm going to keep going. I don't have, you know, I don't have any prospects because I was putting in application after application after application. Mm -hmm. And a friend of ours uh, from World of Warcraft, so World of Warcraft basically things happen. Uh, a friend okay. from WoW was like, hey, your art's pretty all right. Have you thought about doing, like, have you thought about doing art? And I'm like, uh, that'd be funny if, ha, 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 ha. It's like, no, seriously, <laughs> like, I'll give you a shout out. I'll give you like a, like, I'll, I'll put it up on this website, which was for affinity. Okay. Um, I just like, you know, start here, draw some stuff and I'll give you a shout out. And it worked. Like I was very, very lucky in that sense of that person being willing to, cause they, they, they do not have a small following. Um, Okay. They are they're quite big and they they make a living doing art and I'm like I don't I don't I don't know how to uh, wait it's a whole, a whole new me? world <laughs> whole new world whole new but world it worked in a weird okay. way so I'm just like you know what fuck yeah let's do this see that's kind of a, a testament to the person that you are though uh, and then I say this in the sense of someone that's big and has a following and everything else um i've learned as i've grown and as i've talked to other people that they're they're sometimes guarded because people will try and use you for growth and their own clout and everything else so i've gotten to know people that are larger and larger and they're like yeah we you know i don't always promote people because you never know if they're using you if they're friends until you really become friends with them yeah. um, so that it shows me that they looked at you and, and trusted and knew and knew you were a good person that you weren't mm -hmm. just shitty trying to use them and, and you know, they're, but that says something about you. You know, it's your, I know you're a cool person. I know okay. you're super dope. Uh, I'm just letting the people that are listening also know that you're super dope, awesome, cool person, fantastic and glorious. And, and if you take the thesaurus and look up the word super dope, awesome, which is in there, uh, all the true. words below that, uh, uh, describe how Amber is. So just look it up yourself. Uh, but so you, you knew this person within that community and, and they, they shouted you out and people started getting mm -hmm. a hold. Yeah. Uh, I, I grew pretty quickly and like, God, I, I look back at some of the old art because uh -huh. I've been doing this. Uh, I started in, what was it? March of 2013. So it's almost been 10 years. Okay. And I look back at some of the stuff, I'm like, guys, guys, why did you pay me for this? This is trash. <laughs> Help. I thought it was cool at the time. Like, I was like, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And I'm just yeah. like, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> Who paid for this? <laughs> I, I, I should have for them a refund. Actually, no, I can't do that. But like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like guys. <clears throat> Disclaimer, she's not really putting in refunds. Okay. Just no, no, no. Put it there. <laughs> Man, I'm too burnt for that shit. I can't do that. <laughs> But as as artists, though, like, because we're always evolving, like, the, every time you draw, you're doing mm -hmm. something, even if you're doing the same sort of thing, mm -hmm. your your art's evolving. You just, you learn yeah. more and, and, and you do more, you know, so of course there's going to be a difference. But if you think about it, even the stuff that you look back and you're like, oh, my goodness, the people that were getting it from you, they might have only been able to do stick figures. So the stuff you were doing was next level. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to keep yeah. reminding myself that I'm like, no, people commission art for a reason. I'm like, yes. but, but like, <laughs> what? 
where where you look at yourself and as artists we're most critical of ourselves so you look at yourself and you're like why who what where but it, I, i'm sure it was i mean i saw some of your older stuff you put it up in into the the chat the other day and you're hey. like i you can't believe the one with the hand god yeah oh god that was a personal piece that i did like i got it must have been I don't even remember that when that was. I'll be honest. I there's no date on it, so like that escapes my memory. I really would know because really saves everything. I'm hearing I, that <laughs> she saves everything. Help. Yeah, but no, but it's genius though. She's like she's she's like manager, promoter, filing cabinet, everything. Like she she, she, she knows everything. She's insanely wonderful, and I love her. I, I actually appreciated that she popped out that that older picture, mm-hmm. and and I'll tell you this: as someone who doesn't draw that, someone that would you know, if if I was going to do these, I would commission someone like you to you know make my piece. <laughs> that one right there, you're looking at it going, "Oh God, this is horrible." When I saw it, I was like, "It's pretty good." Like I couldn't have done that. Like you are used to, and you 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 know, like, well, I can do this now, mm-hmm. right? But me as someone who doesn't do any of it in that, you know, would be getting into the world of d and I'd be like, yo, look at this dope character someone just made me. You know, yeah. so just just putting it out there, someone that's, you know, say I was new coming into this, which actually I kind of am. Um, I thought it was I thought it was actually a pretty cool picture, um, personally, when I saw it. Because you were going off at that moment that I looked at it. You were like, oh, I cannot believe this. Ah, you know, like, as I pulled up the picture, and the first thing I thought was like, why are you so upset at this? Like, this is this is really cool. You know, like I like this. So, just something to keep in mind. Like you know, oh, yeah. you might be kicking yourself because you've reached the next levels of where you want to be. Um, but you you've been good for a while. <laughs> for a God, while. I, like it just it boggles my mind because like I the the ego of youth, uh, which has come up a little bit in conversations with some friends of like, oh yeah, no, I'm mm. like the greatest. This is so cool. I look back at myself and I'm like. <laughs> Bestie, you were really good for the time. Um, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not so much now. But we, 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 we have evolved as people since then. True. True. You know, and as we go on, you know, we, we grow, we look back, yeah. and we learn and change, which is good. I think it's, it's really good. Oh, yeah. It's necessary. Like, change is necessary. So what what is your, personally your favorite thing to draw if you weren't drawing for anybody you're drawing for yourself not on stream not anything you're just sitting there going i want to draw today what would you draw today <laughs> pretty girls yeah I like, well, okay. uh, yeah pretty girls like like anime style pinup style um uh, yes uh well <laughs> mostly pinups but also like just kind of like casual like day in the life or just like st- random standing poses uh, I like drawing witches. I like drawing uh, animals. Animals are, are, are a pretty big thing now uh, because I've been working on uh, doing like almost like little witchy familiar kind of like images. I don't know if I've ever shared them. I think I've, I think I have. It's like there's a, one that's like a raven. There's one that looks like, looks like a little snake. Uh, those are really cool. Um, typically my D&D characters or like my general tabletop characters, uh, I will draw a lot of those because I, I really, I really like my babies and they need nice. to be brought to life. Um, 
at some point, I know that I've got a game that's ending, and I kind of want to be like, hey, yo, DM, uh, can, I, can, I, can I make a comic based off of these characters? Like, I'm just going to straight rip names and, and, and images and stuff. I just really, really want to make a little, a little comic of my baby. That would be really cool. Are there many, um, like, printed comics of D&D stories? I, I'm not big in the D&D world. I would love to be, but I don't always have the time, unfortunately. Oh, God, I feel that. But are there, like, comics of the D&D world, or is it mostly just played? Um, I, If I had to guess, which I, I can't confirm a lot of these, uh, there's a lot of stuff that's based around the adventuring party, mm-hmm. which pretty sure is D&D, but they can't use D&D because they're not licensed. Uh, but like things like Rat Queens, uh, is a really good comic that's based off of like the four person adventuring party. Um, there's of course also, I'm pretty sure there's Dungeons and Dragons comics. I don't know if that's on my head. I brain, brain, no, brain, no good. (laughs) What's fucking, it's early as fuck. Um, (laughs) I usually wake up at like two, so. Got you, got you. (laughs) Uh, that's that's why I was like when we when we popped in originally, I was like, you're more awake than I am. You're up. Dude, I went to bed at five. I went to bed at 5 a.m. I I am I am awake. I am I, so I am sorry. <laughs> no, no. So, so sorry. No, no, no. That's fine. That that is on me. That is my bad. Uh, because <laughs> I got to talking with a friend and we, ah. we just uh, got talking to a friend and then another friend joined and then we're just like but you know I, I looked at the clock. I'm like, oh, it is five in the morning. I have an, I have a thing at ten. Um, guys, can we wrap this up a little? We can wrap this up a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, like there's lots of comics that I'm fairly certain are based off of D and D or at least D and D adjacent games. Okay, I'm pretty sure I can't confirm. Okay, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because I'm just thinking you saying like you want to make a, a comic like that could be something that there isn't a huge or just maybe a small niche right now, and you know could blow up and and getting into the ground level would be a great thing. Oh, yeah. um, your art definitely could bring a comic book to life, uh, a graphic novel, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Yeah, like, ideally, it's going to be, so, in the, because it's not technically a D&D game, it's a Monster Hearts game, which okay. is, like, super, like, it's teen drama first and monster second, but I, I I adore it. I will shout them out from the from the highest rooftops. It is it is a different level of gaming than what I expected. I was a little bit nervous about it. It is so good. It's, it's, there's so much drama. Yes, um, we played it. Yeah, oh, it's so good. <laughs> so good. Uh, but in the, in the group of like of of the people that are in the 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 gaming group that I'm in. Uh-huh. Uh there's four artists. Like there was four artists and one non-artist, but he does a lot of writing, so it's uh-huh. it's fun to see like how his brain works with stuff. So I'm like between the five of us, dude, we could probably make it work. Oh yeah. Especially having a dedicated writer. Everybody oh, can yeah. throw their input, but dedicated writer, and then a bunch of artists adding in their pieces of backgrounds and characters. Exactly. And, oh my goodness, that would be amazing. Not to mention that uh, we have all of our sessions recorded. Uh, they're, they're not going anywhere. We're not. That's that's for our own personal enjoyment and note taking. Uh-huh. But we have the sessions recorded, so we can go back through and listen back on things and nice. add elements in. So I'm just like, I want. The that's staff really so smart. Because so much stuff happens spur of the moment. So much stuff oh, yeah. happens like in the moment that if you haven't recorded, going back and looking, you know, to add little pieces, if you were to make a comic or a graphic novel or whatever, mm. that's genius. Oh, yeah. Like, 
I highly recommend, like, anybody who's doing, like, tabletop role-playing, whether it be Monster Hearts or D&D or Pathfinder or, like, Cyberpunk or any of the various TTRPGs that are coming out. Okay. Record your games. Like, get OBS and just do, like, do a recording of your sessions. Um, it, like, being able to listen back on your stuff for note-taking is so nice. It, it helps me because I, I'm one of those people that I don't take notes. I don't okay. take notes and it's a bad thing um, because I've had so many issues with, oh, I took notes, but the DM decided, no, I don't like that. We're changing that. We're, <laughs> we're retconning that. And I'm just like, then what's the point of notes, guys? Right. Like I put this much effort into what? Yeah, I, I, I put this much effort in and you're just retconning it. So I just have to cross all that. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'll just, I'll be over here. So now, like, I wasn't recording my sessions. I wasn't taking notes before. Um, but one of our players kind of early on had to, like, couldn't be at session or something. And we're like, oh, we'll just record the session because they can listen back to it. And it'll be really cool. And I'm like, right, you can do, you can do that. Yep. I, mind blown. I like it. Yeah, record because, yeah, it, o- guys. OBS it has that record feature. You don't have to go live. It does. But you can just sit and record it. I do. It's it's really nice. Yeah, like I'm sitting here. I'm like, huh. Uh, every time I, because I I'm I'm taking over for recording because the other person is going uh, abroad, so they're okay. not going to have like their fancy computer. And I'm like, I, think I could do that. It'd be pretty easy to do. OBS. I'm like sitting there. And I have my overlays. I have my stream stuff. And I'm like, don't hit the go live button. Don't hit the go live button. Don't hit the go live button. <laughs> I know it's look. It's only a matter of time before my my little my little pea brain goes like he 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 click wait oh no we're live nope never mind guys sorry click <laughs> see that's when you just don't say anything you just hit live and record and then just like put something on your your stream title like not not looking at chat just playing the game hope you enjoy you know something like that so you don't have to worry about inner in you know engaging with the people in chat yeah. And just have it be alive. I, I think that would be kind of fun as a viewer to, right? to watch something like that. Right. Like, it's very, like, very Critical Role kind of in that. And I I, I don't like bringing up Critical Role because there's so, like, so many, like, oh, I love Critical Role. Or, oh, I hate Critical Role. But the fact that they don't, they don't interact with chat, it, you get to see the flow of the game. And you get, get to be a fly on the wall for their campaign. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Um, I would definitely have to get uh, I double check. So if you if you guys ever decide to do this, double check with your with your other table mates. Like, yes. don't do that on the fly. Uh, if I do that, that's going to be a complete accident. Uh, unless I get like approval from everybody to be like, mm, this is this is I approve of this. Like, I it's think, just one of those. <sighs> I think it would be fun. Just my brain's going now. I'm thinking about these things. Is if you were to get the approval from everybody beforehand, mm-hmm. right? So oh, yeah. say you, you you DM everybody on Monday. And mm-hmm. you're like, hey, maybe not this week, maybe not next week, but one of these random weeks, would everybody be okay if we went live doing it? Not going to interact with chat. We're just going to play the game. And if you get a yes, literally do it as a random. You know, don't tell anybody when. Just know that everybody knows that it could happen. That way yeah. everybody, you know, they don't change what they're doing because they know they're live. They oh. still just do all the fun stuff. And <laughs> that was a cat in the camera. That was a cat in the camera. <laughs> so those listening didn't get to see, but we just watched the up-close nostril and eyeballs. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I saw a brain in there. It was crazy. <laughs> Like, no, damn. she doesn't have brains. She has floof. Oh, she's got floof. Oh, floof. 
She yeah, has I was lots at that. of move. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Well, that's really good. Like we played that game with uh, Squigs and Rally one uh-huh. night, and uh, the game hated me. It absolutely like changed my name. It 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 took it. It loved it destroyed, me. <laughs> it loved <laughs> me, and um, <laughs> it just destroyed my entire life self esteem. No, um, it was. It can be brutal. Oh yeah. Fun. Oh, it was so like, much fun. And- God, it all depends on what game you play, too, because, God, some of that, like, there are systems that are more deadly than others, and you have to be okay, like, a li- at least a little bit okay kind of in here, just uh, mm-hmm. knowing that your character could die at any point, or or worse, there were worse things than death. Uh, Call of Cthulhu, <laughs> I'm looking at you, Madness Tables, oh, like, well, like look, H.P. Lovecraft might have been a shithead, but, like, the Call of Cthulhu universe, pretty solid, as long as you just take H.P. Lovecraft and just kind of shove him in a box over here and you don't talk about him. Okay. <laughs> Oh, he kind of a bastard person, like really not a good person. But but like if you could separate out like the person that made the shit, which you take him in a box and you just shove him in there and you just don't poke any holes in it. Okay. We don't, and then you take the stuff that he made. I'm like, he's cool. It's cool. Like take inspiration. Don't take his stuff or there take his go. stuff. I don't know. Steal his shit. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Fuck him. Um. <laughs> I just okay. I was what made me just laugh so much more is that I'm I'm looking what you you guys listening I'm looking at Amber right now we're we're on video I'm looking and the look on her face when when at first it was like well don't steal it and then this look of like no nah, fuck that dude go ahead you know like like don't fuck that dude steal shit all. <laughs> yeah just the 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 moment of realization like don't steal shit no yeah no don't steal shit. <laughs> was awesome uh that but that came the fun thing that i liked about it and this is like i've been talking to squigs and some other people about wanting to get into it i was talking with you um about wanting to get into a, a D campaign because when you're playing your part you get to put your personality into it oh yeah which is new for me it's it's really neat that you're playing a role but you actually instead of having to read a script and act mm-hmm. like the script you get to do Whatever the hell you want, it's your personality. Exactly. And I I think that's really neat. It's a new world for me. Like, you know, you said you've been you've been doing, you've been immersed in this world for for a while. For oh, me, yeah. it's a whole new thing. And I, I'm getting the enjoyment from it. Like I get why people love this. <laughs> like it is escapism, but in sort of a healthy kind of therapeutic way. Right. And now it's like makes- Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, it makes a lot more sense now why people would come to you and go, hey, can you create this character? Because it isn't just, I want a pretty drawing. They've put their personality into it. This now oh, yeah. is a visual depiction of who they're presenting. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, it makes a lot of sense to, like, because with characters, like, you can try, like, you can make a character that is very, very separate from yourself, but because you got brain goofies. Uh, a little bit of you is going to be in this character. A little bit of uh-huh. who, either either who you are as a person, like who who like either you're a caring individual and you you're built you're building a very caring character, or sometimes you want to com- be completely out of the box and be an asshole, or uh-huh. you want to be like the the protector. You want to like it's idealized versions of yourself, like where it might not be completely you, but there's a little there's a little spark of you in it. That's really cool. Just thought about that. Like, if you're 
say, a small and statue person or a not strong person, but you've always wanted to be that big, powerful, strong, you know, whatever, you could create that and then have that picture in your head of how you would be if you were seven feet tall and stronger than everybody else and, you know, with compassion added into it. Or if you're a really nice person, you're like, I wonder what it would be like to just be an asshole. Like, wouldn't it just be fun to just go ape shit every once in a while? Like, you can do that. And not go to jail. Like, it's yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> you, get to, you get to take out some aggressions and not go to jail. Fucking and not lose mint. all your friends. Like, I, yeah. get, I get the uh, the draw to this. Oh, yeah. It's it's so much fun. Like, I recommend everybody try D&D at least once. I didn't try until I was 21. Okay. But I am immersed. <laughs> like, Got you. I have, I, I have, I probably should cut back on the amount of games that I play on a regular basis, but I have everything perfectly balanced as all things should be. Fucking the, the, the knife just tipping on the finger. Well, it, and this is what I'll say about that. It took me a long time in my life to, to get to this point, but if it makes you happy, why not? And I always exactly. say, do what makes you happy unless it's mass murder. Don't do that. Right. It, it, avoid that. If we that's can. where we draw the line. Um, but if it's, you know, if you want to be in 10 different campaigns because you have the time while doing your artwork for income mm-hmm. and you're happy, why not? I don't know. It's... Very valid point. Very valid point. Um, I, I think too many things in society are like, well, you have to do this, this, and this, but they all make me unhappy. So what you have to, how about no? How about no? How about, mm-hmm. you know what, no? Yeah. You have to go outside and interact with people. Sorry, what? You know, Wait, like... Are you- are you telling me that we live in a society? What? Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> I thought only my house existed. I live in here. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, there's no society outside. There's just pockets of friends that live in different houses. Yes. It, it is pretty much, we, we all live underground in Antarctica. So, you know, that's just how it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Random, super random, but I love uh, watching alien shows, you know, and ancient aliens and all that Dude, stuff. Dude, alien shit be fucking top tier. So there was one I was watching the other night before going to sleep, and I don't know if I dreamt part of it, but I know it wasn't integrated into my dreams, and I love that. But there was a <clears throat> there was a guy that was flying. He, he's the only person, I think, at that time to have flown over the North Pole and the South Pole oh, uh, wow. in a plane. And he said while he was, I think, the South Pole, so Antarctica, he um, had flown down into this giant cavern that he saw. He was like, oh, there's a giant, like, big enough to fly the airplane into it. So he did and found a whole world under under there and interacted with them and came out and no one would believe him. And, like, he believes it to this day. And people are like, well, we don't know if it was, a you know, he went insane or blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, no, I want to go to Antarctica. That was so much fun. Then again, then again, wasn't Antarctica where they film or like basically the the premise of the thing? Oh, I don't know. If I want to gosh. go. I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't know if I want to go. That uh, was it. Antarctica or was that the North Pole? What? I'm gonna Google it right the now. North Pole. Was it North Pole? That's where Santa is. I think Santa. I think the thing is what Santa has to protect people from taking his elves. No, it was Antarctica. It was. It was. Oh gosh. It was. So Oof. I mean. On the plus side, we could see like a cool, cool new world that would be really cool. On the other, on the downside, there could be the thing, and I, I, I don't, I don't know that if I'm down for that. Yeah, tell you the, what, that fucking movie, Noah, scares the fuck out of me. Yeah, that was into the first Alien vs Predator. 
They mm. went underground, I think, in Antarctica as well. Antarctica is just a fucking enigma. And I don't want to know more, but I don't want to know more. I want to send people there, but I don't want to know more. You're like, I want to send them there. I'm not going, but I'll send people down there to go check it out for me. Do like my my goal at some point is just to have enough money to just be like uh, Atlantis: The Lost Empire, uh, the the Disney movie from way back in the day. Just like I want to be the person that just like sends the crew and like does right. the thing. I just I, no, I I don't want to risk the thing like turning me into a little spider head thing. I don't like that. True. I think it, mm. an Antarctica D and D type campaign would be pretty cool. Where you're you're creating a uh, a whole campaign, you know, through role play with everybody else of what you would actually find in Antarctica. I think that would be a lot of fun. Like, you know, to do oh, some right. research, to add in some realism things, but then also, you know, but create what you want to create mm-hmm. um, within a, a place that's essentially unknown. Yeah, you know, not a lot known about Antarctica, at least that they tell us. Yeah, yeah, there's research centers down there. We don't hear jack shit. Other than, hey, the ice caps are melting. Did you ever find that interesting that they have multiple research places? Multiple countries have multiple research places in Antarctica. We almost never hear about anything going on there. But you hear about all the stuff everywhere else. It's super mundane shit, too. Like, it's like, uh, well, I mean, not to say, you know, we'll go boring is mundane, but like, it's, you know, hey, this amount of ice melted, or hey, this shelf fell off, or hey, like, why are there so many research centers? Why? You don't need that many and that many genius scientists (laughs) down in one place to just go, it melted. Yeah. That's it. Like, oh, we're taking core samples from the ice. Oh, we're doing this. It's like, bro, what the fuck is in an extra? What what's right. what's down there? Right. I don't know what's down there. Someone All tell me. We're taking core samples, but what's in the samples? That's where what's they just have it. Yeah, like, and I want to go down there, but I have a feeling that you know, like most people that go down there, radio silence would happen. You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't hear from me again, or if you did, I'd come back and be like, nope, nothing, because they had you know threatened me or done whatever they had to to make sure I didn't talk about it. I mean, that's true. That's true. Also, God. So I'm sorry because I'm curious. Uh-huh. I'm looking at a map of Antarctica. Okay. Like, compared to the, I understand why there's so many research centers. It's fucking huge. Is it? Like, like look at a map. Like okay, it's fucking huge. I'm I'm doing it. I'm going. I'm going right now. Like it is impressively large. Like, it's. I don't know if it's just the, the angle that I was looking at, but, like, it's, it's like, Australia levels of big. Oh, it's interesting that, and I didn't realize this at first, but um, Australia and the U.S. are pretty much the same size. Fucking wild, right? Like, I think there's, like, there's a little bit of a difference, but it's not by much. Yeah. I, I always thought that, you know, as a kid growing up, you know, I wasn't big on geometry or geology. No, 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 geography. Um, I wasn't huge on it, so I couldn't name all the states and their capitals, and I couldn't name all the countries and blah, 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 blah. But I always thought uh, Australia was a little island, you know? It's, it's just it's a little island. No, no. Fucking humongous. Massive. massive. Yeah, uh, Antarctica is the size of the United States and Mexico combined. Ah. Huh. Fucking big. I mean, I, like, I'm like, oh, what did you do? I understand now. I, I, I take it back. Uh, I was wrong. Research centers need to, the, 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 it's a lot. 
that's a lot to explore. Um, but that, that also be... tells me that there's a there's a lot that we have no idea about. Yeah, because most of the most of the at least from what I know, which granted isn't a lot. Don't take me at my word. Uh-huh. Uh, most of the research centers are towards the coastline. Mm-hmm. So that's like, oh, hey, we know everything that we, there's to know about the United States uh, because we have research centers in California, Florida, and... Like, right. <laughs> right. Like, I take it back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I was wrong. I was I was, I was misunderstood. I, I misunderstood yep. the New Mexico. I forgot about New Mexico. You know, oh, like, New Mexico. So much okay. more. Jesus. I mean, but if you think about it, let's just go with New Mexico. You have the Carlsbad Caverns. Right? Oh, yeah. so these massive caverns that have a crazy amount of scientists that could that have researched them for years and years and years, and that's one tiny speck on the map of the United States. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so 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 much um, that that there is to look at Antarctica. I want to know what kind of cryptids are in Antarctica for reasons. Yeah, I need I need new cryptids yes. to simp over. Okay, I need it. Yes, I'm with you. Yes. Like, I almost feel it, it, like, Antarctica is massive. I'm looking at this map. It's massive. Yeah, right? Fucking, it's just I, absolutely massive. I wasn't expecting it. I'm just like, that 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 was bigger than I thought it was. Guys, help. Because I think I was thinking, <laughs> like, the Arctic. Because, like, the Arctic is just ice, right? It, it's Antarctica has land underneath it. Yeah. Arctic doesn't, if I remember my science classes, right? Which <laughs> I'm not saying I do because I'm dumb. Uh, no, <laughs> no, wait. The Arctic would be what the North Pole. Yeah. Okay, so it'd be giant sure. glaciers and and everything else. Yeah, because I, like I know one has land, one doesn't. I'm pretty sure I'm right for Antarctica. Because uh, let's see, because uh, I'm pretty sure that I know that places. Antarctica has land. Like they've hit land. Yeah, in their yeah, they, yeah, they've actually hit like dirt. So good on them for that. Um, but also that's terrifying. <laughs> Well, which would be, science-wise, would be super interesting because that means that it was a long, 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 long time ago. There mm-hmm. was open-aired land instead of just covered by ice. And, hey, mm-hmm. what was there that long ago? Because it was, you know, at least more than 30 days. Um, okay, at least, at least, <laughs> right. you know, yeah. can confirm more than 30 days. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, again, like, I would love to go and and explore it at the same time. Uh, I don't like the cold. I'll just oh, I be love real. the cold. Okay. Like, uh, you, good on you. I've always <laughs> said I will go out and play in the snow every single day as long as it's warm. Oh, yeah. So, you know, mm-hmm. like, let that sink in. Obviously, the snow wouldn't be there. I don't want it. Anyway, <laughs> again, I moved here from Hawaii. All right. A cold mm, day better. in Hawaii is 65. That's a cold day. That's that put on wild. sweats and a hoodie. Damn. But Antarctica gets pretty chilly. Pretty chilly. Okay, what's the what's the average temperature on of Antarctica? So this is now becoming the Antarctica podcast. Uh, apparently, uh, I'm oh, here for it. Uh, average temperature of the interior throughout the year is fifty negative fifty seven degrees Celsius, with minimum temperature being ninety negative nine degrees Celsius during the winter season. That's fucking ball shattering no. cold. It's like no, thank you. Yeah, the answer. Oh. No, uh, just no. Uh, the, the coast that's is like literally between uh, negative two Celsius and eight. It gets it gets above freezing in Antarctica sometimes. That's wait, it gets above freezing. 
Yeah, uh, eight degrees Celsius uh, is the the wow. is during summer. Eight degrees, like that's what, like fucking forty. Yeah, I was gonna say like forty, forty something. Let's see, maybe forty-two. So, I'm built for cold, and I still say no. That's that's. I didn't realize it got that warm. Oh no, that's that's coastal line. That's coastline. Uh, Makes Antarctica. sense. Makes uh, sense. Yeah, uh, eight degrees Celsius is forty-six degrees Fahrenheit. For anybody that cannot translate it like me, uh, I had to Google. <laughs> yeah, hey, Google. Man, Google 50, does good things. Man, almost fifty degrees. Shit, that's a good day. <laughs> right. I mean, granted, you're still walking around on snow and ice. It's not like it like thaws, <laughs> you know, and all of a sudden you're on land. But still, almost fifty Slush. degrees is Im- impressive. That's that's really uh, you learn something new every day. Yeah, right. Like, look, we're learning things today, and that's that's cool. That's cool as hell. I'm I'm now thoroughly curious, like, what a D and D campaign would look like going through Antarctica. Um, if I had to guess, because I I do know a little bit, I like I know a little bit about stuff. Uh, if I had to guess, it'd be like Icewind Dale. Uh, I know that means nothing to you. Uh, anybody who plays D&D, though, uh, Icewind Dale, it's a essentially a frozen hellscape uh, run by the... Uh, basically, it's a place in Eternal Winter uh, run by the... Oh, God, what was her fucking name? The, the Rhyme Maiden, or the Frost Maiden. Um, she's kind of a bitch, but wants everything to remain frozen, because if it's frozen, it's beautiful. Okay. Like, I get where she's coming from, but, like, weird way mm-hmm. to go about it. Uh, but it's a lot of, like, uh, it's good bones for a campaign. I have tried to run it. It is, tr- for a new DM, I would not recommend. That is not one you want to jump into uh, okay. right off the bat until you have, like, some experience working from a module. Just for the sheer fact that it is a slog fest. It's awful. Um, it's... There's a lot of travel in between towns because essentially what uh, uh, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden is, is it's an area of permanent frozen bullshit. And you have these collection of towns called Ten Towns. Very creative name. Permanent frozen bullshit. Please continue. (laughs) Yes, permanent frozen bullshit. Uh, Basically, you haven't defrosted the freezer in a while and it shows. Gotcha. Uh, (laughs) But uh, there's a collection of towns called Ten Towns because there are Ten Towns. A very creative name I know. Gotcha. Uh, right. But there's travel times between each town, and it's like by dog sled, by snowshoes, or by trying to traverse it without. It's awful. It's fucking terrible. Don't do it. <laughs> okay. But I mean, so it's I feel like it would have the, the, the vibe of that, I think. The campaign is whether or not you can live through traversing from town to town, or what you come in contact with from town to town. It's a little bit of what you come in contact with around town. There's also, or like between towns, there's also like an overarching storyline where you have to go and defeat the Frost Maiden. Um, We never got that far because that 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 whole fucking thing just kind (laughs) of bored me. It's it's a meat grinder. It's essentially like because it's so survival heavy. Because there's not a lot of like stuff you can do in the world. Uh-huh. Uh, it turns into essentially like what combat you come across along the way because there's so much like activity with undesirable people's like very like bandits and like people that are trying to survive so they're gonna jump you for your shit kind of thing. It, it becomes Got very you. meat grindery very quickly. Got you like a apocalyptic sort of 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's desperate people. It's desperate people wanting like because there was like there were seasons and then there wasn't there haven't been seasons for like ten years, so people oh. are going a little 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 stir crazy. I can see that. I can see that. I'm okay. a lot of Antarctica. Yeah. While while I'm listening to you, I pulled up what's under the ice in Antarctica. They actually have somewhat of a map of the oh, land shit. that's underneath Antarctica. Uh, which is very interesting. Um, one, the shape of it. The shape of it is super trippy. Um, but also all the different things that they have, like mountains and uh, river areas and the valleys and everything else. But there's hot spots, not like popular spots, but like warm spots. Ooh, like uh, hydrothermic. Hydrothermic. Yeah. Or like, uh, not hydrothermic, but essentially that. It's it's interesting. That's so wild. All the stuff that that goes on that we have no idea about. We live in our small world of where we live, you know, and we're just like, okay, even like world travelers, they only go to the certain places they go to. This world is pretty nuts. <laughs> it's just oh, yeah, what like, I'm down to. Looking at under the ice and looking at all the like the river mappings, like it uh-huh. looks almost like uh, almost like a like a fjord, like uh, uh, yes. the 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 fucking Slavic countries a little bit. Yeah. And it's uh okay, I didn't need that picture. I just clicked on something and I didn't mean to, but it was a it's a, a huge <laughs> glacier, right? Mm-hmm. But the weird thing about it is that you know how they're they look like they glow from the inside because the ice is like that clear and then it goes to light blue and then darker blue. So yeah. it looks like they're glowing. Somebody put a shadow of a bean sitting down in the center of this thing. So like as soon as it popped up, I'm like, is that real? Did they find like did they find the thing? Oh shit. God, there's also a picture that I found. Sorry, I'm now I'm looking at like conspiracy and other things of like uh-huh. what's under the ice. It's just a giant massive hole. Like it looks like they took like the Yellowstone uh the like uh, hot springs and just uh-huh. put it under the Antarctica. Like it's funny. I'll. Uh, I think hear. I just looked at that. It says under the ice in Antarctica. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like, okay, that's that's actually kind of a cool idea. It's just a it's just a portal to somewhere else. I'm like, you know right? what? Find me up. Let's go. Yeah, I'm I'm totally down. Yeah, this it's a trip. This our world's a trip. Dude, our world neat. is so much fun. Like while we're talking about fantasy worlds and stuff like that, our like we pull a lot of inspiration from our world because like shit's wild. Yeah, crazy. I mean, we're just we're talking about Antarctica and how we're just like we don't know what's going on. You know, are there aliens? Are there civilizations? Are there, you know, different things that are that are in there? It's it's so intriguing. I mean, we were talking about before we even jumped on uh, the podcast. We were talking about bananas and plantains. Mm, Uh, Like even that by itself is such an interesting topic of conversation about how some species of fruits and vegetables have gone extinct and new ones have come up in their place and it's the evolution of things yeah and humans taking their part in fucking with shit to make better <laughs> shit or I mean, arguably better shit but like also shit. i mean lemons yeah. are cool look if we didn't have lemons we wouldn't have lemon meringue pie and that's a travesty i hear you i do hear you and i didn't know that, that lemons were a a man-made created fuckery i didn't know that I just, you know, I'm like, there's lime trees, there's lemon trees. There's always been that. You know, we had a lemon tree in my backyard when I was growing up. So for me, I'm like, yeah, of course there's lemons that are right there. 
<laughs> but then you guys were like, no, it was it was man-made fuckery that created lemons. No. And my mind's blown now. I don't know what to do about that. Galaxy brain <laughs> shit. Like, but there'd be lemons. Right? Man, okay, some of these pictures, there's there's people that are really good with Photoshop. Okay, like really good. Oh yeah. To where this looks real, but I know it's not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on now. Like, you know, of course we're going to the uh ruins of ancient city found in Antarctica, YouTube. Okay, if it's on YouTube and it's an ancient city in Antarctica and the only place it's on is YouTube, don't believe it. Sorry. If they're going to release that big of a a breakthrough, it's going to be on BBC, it's going to be on CNN, it's it's not going to be on YouTube. Just keep that in mind, everybody. Please. Please, always double-check your work. Always double-check your research, because shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, Wikipedia is not a valid place to get all your information. Um. I do like to tell people this story. So I had a, a friend. Mm. He was, um, huh? I said, check the sources on the page. Oh yeah, always yeah. check your sources. So I had a, a friend that was uh, fairly high up in the military, and he would get new guys that came in, and he would, you know, find different ways to mess with them because I guess that's just sort of what you do. Oh yeah, no. And he would go and create Wikipedia pages for words that he made up he would put a whole long description create the whole page he would add sources knowing that they would never actually click on the sources right because the sources wouldn't back up what he said he would just add sources for things and um when he when new guys would come in to to his group whatever platoon i don't don't know what it's called don't at me um he would talk to him about said thing that he had created like it was real and he said most often they would be like you're so full of it that's not real and he'd be like go look it up right and he said most of the time the next day they would come back and be like dude i found it and they would find his wikipedia page oh no and they would start believing what he said and he'd be like and this is why you're an idiot (laughs) but he would do it one to mess with them but two as a learning like, if you just find one thing on Wikipedia and you believe it, you're, you might as well be going to Facebook for all your news. Like, you, you're an idiot. You have to go research and check sources and everything else. Um, but that's why I want to create a Wikipedia page about Antarctica and just start making it. Like, Gwar's from Antarctica. I don't know if you know that, but Gwar, um, it was uh, aliens that mated with mm-hmm. dinosaurs and created Gwar. You know, that makes sense. That makes sense. That tracks. That tracks. Yep. Yep. I'm right there with it. Um, they were on Sally, Jesse, Raphael or something like that. And they were, came out in full. You, you know who Gore is, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, okay. I, I, I figured it. They, they came out in their full gear mm-hmm. and were just like, uh, you know, she had mentioned something about people and they're just like, oh, we're not human. We came from Antarctica. We were aliens. Mm. Our, our parents were aliens that mated with the dinosaurs that were in Antarctica, and we were created. And I'm like, that is the greatest story of a band. Like, how did your best band origin get story? Best origin story right there, which is good. <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful thing. So now we've gone way, way off topic from AmberLarkArt.com. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do, baby. 
<clears throat> and actually, we're gonna we're gonna pause because we're gonna go into and take a listen to why you guys should go to amberlarkart.com. Hey, all you listeners out there, we have the perfect commercial for you that we have just whipped up. Much like you can see Amber whip up potions at twitch.tv slash amberlarkart. Now, if you haven't been to twitch.tv slash amberlarkart, here's what you're missing out on. She takes multiple different ideas and concepts to put together a potion bottle that represents you, your personality, and boy, do they come out beautiful. I've had 10 of these made myself. I've given away another 50 or 60. They take about an hour, maybe 45 minutes if you're really quick. And she she spends the entire time just personalizing these potion bottles for you, for your character, for your friend, whatever you want. And she has such a great list of things that you can throw in them. It's pretty beautiful. She makes it really easy, really easy to pick everything out. It becomes fun, and you get to spend time with Amber. So why don't everybody head on over, check out Amber at twitch.tv slash amberlarkart. And if you're still excited and you want more, you can also find her at amberlarkart.com. That's what we just whipped up. Okay, now that you've listened... So why you should have gone to amberlarkart.com. Uh, we we we're gonna keep going with this. I I have always been super impressed that people that can create the way you create because it, it's not just uh, like furry art. It's not just D and D art. You make these potion bottles that to me are Ooh, beautiful. Yeah. They're they're beautiful. What got you started in wanting to do that? Like, what was your inspiration with those? So potion bottles are always kind of like, I, I like shiny things, shiny things pretty, shiny things okay. real cool. Okay. Uh, I, if I remember right, again, it was a rally idea. Uh, it was started, God, a few years back. I don't remember exactly how long. Uh, no, it must, it must have been after, was it? Sorry, I'm trying to think of the timeline because I know that I went to pick up the peaches late 2019. So it must have been 2020 was when okay. this happened. Um we made like I really had the idea of like why don't you do potion like love potions for uh valentine's day like do it as a little thing so i'm like you know what that's not i have a bad idea let's try that and uh it has it i did the thing with someone uh during that first valentine's day and then after that i'm like uh how I found out that I'm a control freak a little bit with our, I, I, I may or may not have been like, okay, I'll just do this myself next year. I'll be fine. Gotcha. Um, it, it's an ongoing issue of like, I'm trying to give up control and I'm just like, mm, but like, <laughs> what if I didn't though? Uh, <laughs> putting myself in a real bad light here. Ah, for the, for the, for the gram. But, um, but that's, it's, I just want to touch on it. It's okay when you are creating something, if you want to cr- control what it is that's coming out, because if you put somebody else in control of what you're creating, you're now creating for somebody in the sense of what their dream is instead of yours. Exactly. Or what your vision, sorry, what your vision, yeah. their vision the instead vision. of yours. So yeah. I, I don't, I don't mind. I, I think every artist should have at least some piece of, I need control over what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So it's not totally a bad thing. Yeah. Um, and then God, I can't remember what it was. I think we did try, uh, we started it when I started my channel as a redemption for like stuff. And I'm like, no, that's not a half bad idea. So we've been like adding little things here and there to the potions and, uh, it's, it's, it's turned out pretty good. They're, I, I think they're kind of neat. 
I think they're beautiful. I think they're the, like the concept. The first time I was in there, I think Squigs was just like, you know, redeemed one for Potch. And I'm just like, yep. What are we doing? <laughs> you know, like, I don't know what that is. And then you had you had a really cool list, which I've noticed has grown. Like mm-hmm. your list of things has grown from the first time that I was in there um, to what you put into them. But if if you wouldn't mind, um, just mm-hmm. so people listening can have an idea, would you describe the process that you do to make these? For sure, for sure. Uh, so basically, I have uh, pre-done art. Uh, they're basically a copy and paste uh, from a list of things. Uh, you get to choose like one of four things. You get to choose a bottle type, which I have a fair few types of bottles that you can choose from. Uh, I'll take that. I'll put that on a digital uh, canvas. And then from there, you pick your liquids. And I have a, a selection of liquids that you can choose from uh, as far as art-wise goes. And then the bottle oh, toppers. Just, sorry, not to interrupt, but what do you mean by <laughs> like, like water, lava? Like what do you mean like different well, liquids or different liquid patterns it's like uh like okay. you have like the swirls you have like the kind of wave bit you've got the simple kind of like oh i just swirled this and it's starting to settle uh there's smoke or like a mist that i can do like various different kind of, like various oh what is the what is the word it's like different textures of the water yeah yeah different Very textures cool. of water okay okay sorry i just no no, no you're good she didn't oils like on one and it was freaking amazing nice yeah so and you can kind of pick the color palette of like what you want so if you want lava you can have lava <laughs> or if you want like you know an oil slick you can have an oil slick uh and then okay. from there there's like the bottle topper that kind of like the thing that holds all the liquid in uh there's various like there's uh like moon ones there's corks there's various different types Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as uh, after everything is said and done, kind of the hardest part that I always figure, because it takes a while, because it's like, oh, there's so much stuff. Uh, I put little charms, little, like, charms on the inside of the bottles, whether that's, like, oh, it's little stars, or it's a moon, or it's uh, a crock, or a spray can, or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, various just various little bits and bobs that you would, like, kind of like to see inside of a little little head bottle that is really it's a genius idea uh, but i like the detail that you put into it uh where literally you can grab the shape of a bottle if you wanted to look like the old school perfume bottles where they're mm-hmm. they're short and round or yeah. something more of a, a, a elegant vase looking like that's a really neat idea and i like even, that you have them pre-done even down to a mason jar do miss just my jam i love look i i drink most of my beverages out of mason jars so. i'm with you <laughs> i am actually surprised i don't have one right next to me um but yes mason jars are our life oh yeah oh 100 and then the toppers i think i have one that you made for me that had like a heart you know as, as the topper but it essentially is like if you were to keep oil in a a bottle you would need to have a a stopper yeah. a cork or whatever to you know that sort of concept mm-hmm. um and then I again I like that you have all these drawn up um, because you do you pull it up on stream and you go all right pick one and people can yeah. sit and look at it for a second you know like they don't have to be in your presence you can be halfway across the world and be able to look and go hey those stars look cool with those crocs because stars and crocs go together they do I don't make the rules I don't make the rules <laughs> and in. These take, uh, what, 45 minutes, an hour, two hours, three hours? 
Roughly between 30 minutes if it's a quick one or 45 minutes to an hour if it's one of the more detailed ones. Like, I, I, I take some time on them. And that's, they also, like, you, you customize the colors too, don't you? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, once, once I get everything kind of situated how I want them to be arranged, uh, mm-hmm. I'll go through and ask, like, oh, what color, like, what color palette do you want? Or, like, what kind of vibe do you want from this? And it gotcha. can be as simple as, like, oh, I really like blues. To oh hey can we do this this color this this color and this this color like and then the creativity the creativity you you're just like I like rainbow make it shiny make it shiny I just I take I take a rainbow palette and I just throw it on the page (laughs) (laughs) that is beautiful that's where like I mean you you have these pre done but the creativity of you that I love to watch is where you put them, how you put them, the way you put. And again, this isn't just, I'm going to copy and paste the color blandly. Like you do shading, you do lighting, you do your light source, like all those things that you've learned through mm-hmm. your art career, you apply to these. Like they, oh, yeah. they're yeah. works of art. I love them. Thank you. I, I absolutely adore them. I, I need to spend more time putting more stuff into like the charm section and like into the bottle section and topper section. I honestly everything. I need I need more time to do it. Like I need like three extra days to just do the the projects that I want to work on. Cause God, there's not enough time in the week. I hear you. I totally hear you. <laughs> I fully hear you on that. Like could I get these done? Yes. Will I have a social life? Absolutely not. <laughs> I might get sleep Wait. and my friends won't hear from me. What are social lives? Uh, it's more like I think it's like where you hang out with like people that you actually like. I think. Wait, you've done that before, Star. You did that before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I remember because you were just as confused as the look on your face right now. You're like, "What did I just do? I interacted with a person. What are people? (laughs) What are people? Right? But a miserable pile of secrets." (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was quick. Like it was just. (laughs) That's what we are. That's what <laughs> we pile are. of secrets. I can't even take credit for that. That's uh, that's from Panda, not not Panda the cat, Panda the person over in okay. New York, who is my person. Uh, got you, got you. Yeah, no, I, like I, I learned that phrase from him. I'm like, you know what? I'm stealing that. That's mine now. Thank you. Thank you for your donation. This will make a fine addition to my collection as I put the lightsaber into the cloak. That that leads me to, to a question that I'm, I'm curious of with most people. Um, so you, and I'm not doxing anybody, but are on the west side of the United States, and, and I'll leave that very vague, uh, could be anywhere from, you know, Colorado to the ocean. Um, yeah, west coast, best coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. So your person, you said is yeah. New York. Have you been to New York? Uh, I have. I went to New York, uh, little, eh, right around Valentine's Day. What do you uh, think of it? It's big. Um, it's big and scary. Um, I, I have nothing but mad respect for anyone that can, can traverse the New York subway system without getting fucking lost. Okay. Um, that is, that is not something that I could do on a regular basis. Like, if I grew up there, maybe, but like, look, I'm, I'm a cryptid from, from the west side of the United States. Uh, (laughs) absolute cryptid individual. Um, I don't think I could go over there and, and survive. Um, <laughs> not to say that like, you know, oh, something battle happens. Like, look, I'm going to go wander into the, into the buildings of New York and never come out. Like, I, you. 
I, I will find the underground areas and just live there. I will be a, a creature. You will just spend your time secretly trying to find your way out, but just adapting to the life, knowing that's where you are now. Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm just going to adapt to the subways. This is where I live now. This is where I exist. This, gotcha. this is my my basement dwellerness. Oh, God, speaking of, speaking of, sorry, I'm just, I'm, Go I'm going back through my, my memories of New York. It is so trippy to have, like, the basement areas in New York, like, where you're, like, walking down the street, and there's, like, an area where, like, I guess there was, like, storage or something underground. Uh-huh. And, like, walking over the fucking, uh, like, the, the metal doors, essentially, that are on the ground, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Because they don't, like, they're not, like, they don't feel stable. Like, you walk on them, and they wobble. I'm like, I hate this. This is awful. <laughs> I do this not want to fall worst. to the center of the earth. How about we don't? I would very much would like to not fall to the center of the earth. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of people. Like, a lot of people. Like, I was on, like, Delta Docks, but New York is huge. Uh, okay. I was on Manhattan Island. Okay. And not that far from Central Park. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'll go to Central Park. It's during the, during the wintertime, not worth. Okay. Not worth. It's, okay. it's so dead looking. But during the spring of France, it's very pretty. Gotcha. Well, isn't it like a mile long? It is enormous. It is ridiculously long. Yeah, it's, it's like a mile long or like two miles. It, it's huge. Like Which, going like going from one end to the other is like is a feat. That's intriguing to me. When you have a city that's that densely populated, I love that they have a giant park in the middle. I absolutely love that because I, I love greenery and, and since they paved everything else, it's great yep. to have that. And and I wonder if they still have it just so there's still oxygen, you know, created in that area. Yeah, I feel like there has to be because man, like I feel like with with humans, uh, at least in in cities like that, like there has to be a green space. There has yeah. like I'm I'm spoiled. Like we are spoiled over here on the west coast oh, because yeah. like. Uh, when Panda first came over here, uh, the, one of the first things that he commented on is everything is so green. Mm-hmm. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I, I I, don't understand what's the problem. And then I went to New York. And I'm like, I get it. I understand. Right. Everything is so gray because there is no green. Like, they've, they've paved over the green. It's unsettling, but, like, you know, weirdly, like, I don't know, like, I don't have, I don't have comfort from it, because, like, again, I am very much, so I need, like, tall things, I need mountains, and I need trees, and I need gotcha. things, versus, like, over there, things are tall, which I appreciate, but it's also just <laughs> this gray. They're all 50-story buildings. Yeah, like, it's, it's so bizarre to see, like, so many people, but it's also one of those really nice things of, like, because New York was built so early before cars, like, so much of it is walkable. Okay. Like walkability is is a huge thing over there, which is not something that I'm used to. I'm used to ha- needing a car for everything. Got you. <clears throat> and like hearing hearing Panda talk about, oh yeah, I'm gonna pop down for coffee really quick. I'm like, okay, so you're like gonna you're gonna go to your you're going to your coffee pot at home, right? It's like no, no, no I'm just gonna go pop down the street to like a Dunkin'. And I'm like, in order for me to get Dutch Bros, which Dutch Bros is better. It is superior to Duncan. I will, I will, I will ruin that that argument right now. Duncan ain't shit. Dutch Bros is where it's at. Dutch Bros um, is superior to all coffee, and I will true. fight the person who tries to argue. Oh, dude, I, I will, fight for half a bagel. I, I will even say, as a non-coffee drinker, mm-hmm. that I would fight somebody in Denny's parking lot with a speedo to agree with you. Like, yeah. it, it it is really, really, really good coffee, and this is from oh, a yeah. non-coffee drinker. Mm-hmm. 
I've had some of stars, and I'm like, I might become one. Like that's how. Yeah, you have to get the white coffee though, because the white coffee yeah. just makes all the difference. Yeah, white coffee is a little bit less harsh. I feel like for Dutch Bros. Uh, but yeah, Dunkin' ate shit. I like as much as you know people are like, oh man, Dunkies. It's like Dunkies is cool and all, but no, 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 no. But kind of going back. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Like <laughs> to get to Dutch Brothers, I have to drive. Like I okay. have to drive unless I want to spend like an hour or two walking, and. It blew my mind because it's just like, yeah, no, I'm just going to go down downstairs for some coffee. I'm going to go to Dunkies and just, like, walks over, walks back. It's like he's back in, like, 10 minutes. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> what sorcery is happening What sorcery here? is this? What the shit? Like, you can just walk down and get a fucking Dunkies. It's like, yeah, no, I live in a city. It's like, I live in a city, too. But our city, like, your city and my city are not the same. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, no, our city, it would take us, like, what, 20 minutes to drive over to... Dutch Bros, grab a mm-hmm. coffee, actually wait in the line because there's usually oh, yeah. a line out to the street. All the Dutch Bros here are very popular. All the time. Dude, Dutch Bros are popular. Dutch yeah. Bros and is then, You guys haven't been to a Dutch Bros. Please do. Yeah. After we're done waiting for the line, getting our coffee, which usually doesn't take very long, and then drive another 20 minutes back home. Yeah. That, that, that's an hour out of your day. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but it's an hour worth it. Like, I'm oh, usually the sorry. one, like, going along without getting the coffee, but watching the joy on her face while <laughs> drinking said coffee. Like, put it this way. This is how good Dutch Bros is. I will drive with. I will pay for the coffee. I will not get one for myself, but I will be happy and satisfied by the look on her face that she got the coffee to come back home with. That's how good Dutch Bros is. Uh, if If... If you are not a coffee person, per, like, if you do not prefer the coffees, which I, I know that there are some people that don't. They're weird. I don't yeah. know. Crazy. I, that, that's me. Yeah. I'm a weird fucking, fucking nuts. I don't understand it. <laughs> but if you're not a coffee drinker, Dutch Brothers does also have, like, during the summertime, they have lemonade, which is amazing. Uh, they also have smoothies, which are really good. They have teas. Uh, they have uh, what's called a, like, a Dutch soda, where basically they do, like, a like a syrup and kind of like an Italian soda. Okay, okay. But I love cup. Italian sodas. So yeah, like ask for a Dutch soda next time you're there. Uh, mm. you can, I think you can also have it be a cremosa, where you, they take oh, a little yeah. bit of little half and half and just. Yes. Um, also, That's rebels. Rebels are my shit. Like I love coffee, but like if I if I need a pick me up, like I was debating before before coming on the podcast, I was debating on whether or not I had enough time to go to Dutch Brothers to go get a fucking big ass rebel. Uh, they used to do it with Red Bull, but Red Bull apparently, uh, I don't know, for whatever reason, they didn't want to do anything anymore. So they're like, fine, we'll make our own fucking uh, energy drink. And I remember the launch day of that. Oh, my. Guys, I I should not be allowed to have that much caffeine over that short amount of time. Because, like, they did, <laughs> they did a launch event. We didn't know what was happening because we were just out and about, like, hanging out around the town. We uh-huh. saw this, like, we saw the Death Brothers fucking lit up, right? <clears throat> And we're like, okay, what the hell's going on? So we go over to Dutch Brothers. And like, hey, have you tried our new thing? Blue, like, have you tried a new energy drink? Blue Rebel. It's going to be, like, one of our main drinks. Here, we're handing out cans. And we got, like, a tw- basically the equivalent of a 12-pack. And we drank so many. It was, oh, oh I, could see, I could see fucking sound, guys. Like, I was <laughs> wired. Um, I could hear the color green right I now. Could, you know, the color green fucking hits different on right. Blue Rebel. <laughs> See, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to try that out. Oh, it's really good. Try that out. Super, super good. Uh, but yeah, they have teas that they can make taste like they're like rebels. Um, they've got like they've got so much good shit. Like, if you're not a coffee drinker, there's still something for you at Dutch Brothers. I highly recommend. So, 
those of you listening right now, if you have a Dutch Bros, let them know we told you to come by. Just drop our name as you come in. Be like, hey, we heard this on the podcast that you're the place to go, please. And uh, if you don't have a Dutch Bros, here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Like, let's just say you're in Mississippi. I'm mm-hmm. randomly guessing that there's not a Dutch Bros in no. Mississippi, but let's say that you live in Mississippi. Uh, first of all, I'm sorry, but what you, what I want you to do is I want you to take a portion of your paycheck every month for the next six months, right? I want you to take that and buy yourself a plane ticket to the Pacific Northwest, okay? Get a hotel. You can do a Motel 6. They're not as bad as everybody says. Fly in. Go to Dutch Bros. Stay for like three or four days so you can try different drinks. Enjoy the greenery and and then fly home wishing that you had Dutch Bros. Just do that. Just do oh, yeah. that. Vacation here for Dutch Bros. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, there's also, uh, I, I will say, so it is a, a new occurrence. I thought it was like a Oregon-only thing, or at least it was, you know, a few, you know fucking 10 years back. Uh-huh. Um, they are, I will say, because uh, in order to get a Dutch Brothers, in order to do a franchise for Dutch Brothers, you have to have worked at a Dutch Brothers. Oh. <laughs> Basically to, like, so you know the vibes, right? Smart. Um. Oh, the map has expanded. Sorry, I've, I've got the I've got the map up to like. Oh man, this is where oh, Dutch cool. Brothers are. Uh, the furthest east that a Dutch Brothers goes is Eastern Kentucky. Oh wow. Or sorry, uh, not Kentucky, Tennessee, Tennessee. Sorry, but sorry. Still, that's that's wait. Tennessee's pretty far over. Yeah, Tennessee is damn near all the way over to the to the 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 east coast. So yeah. look, I I'm just waiting for like next time I decide to go over and visit Panda. Uh, that there's gonna be a Dutch Brothers in New York, and I'm like. I don't care if it's in fucking Queens. We're going. There you go. Like, I'll rent a car. I'll rent a car. I'll drive us. We're going to Dutch Brothers. Like, 100%. See, that'd be kind of mean, though, because then instead of him walking down to to Duncan's, he's going to be like, he's going to be hooked. (laughs) I'll fist fight a taxi driver. I don't care. Like, for Dutch Brothers, I would do it. drive in New York. Oh, my God. I did that once, and it was the scariest experience I have ever experienced in my life. Yeah, no, I, I, I have not driven. I have no, no, no plans to drive in New York. It terrifies me. Um, yeah, the outskirts, like the outskirt areas, seem okay. In, okay. in, in the city, no, no, no. <laughs> I heard the same thing about uh, DC. I heard DC is insane to drive in. Oh yeah, no, follow like that. Uh, so. I from from driving across country uh, because I went to go pick up some friends that were having a, a spot of trouble, Ooh, and of trouble. Dr- and and drove them back over here because like they they were in a kind of a bad situation. Um, having driven across the entirety of the United States because I went to Georgia, okay. I went, I drove from Oregon. I'm I'm out myself. Like good luck finding me. I'm in Oregon. Uh, <laughs> from Oregon to Georgia is a bit of a trek. Wow, a a, that's. What, 80, 85% of the way across the United States? Oh, no, that's a, that, I'm pretty sure that, that, that it's it's the full distance. It's going from coast to coast. Like, we were an hour away from the Atlantic when we, when we stopped. Oh, geez, the that's, yeah, you went all the way. And also coming from the northwest to mm-hmm. the southeast, Yep, which is Georgia's just above Florida. Yep. That is actually traversing at a diagonal, so it's mm-hmm. even longer than having just driven from here to New York. Uh-huh. Or, you know, driven from where you are to New York. It's the, wow. That's uh, that's the extent of the United States. Yeah, no, uh, we did it in three days. It was awesome. It was well, Ooh. three days, three days driving there, and then three days driving back. Uh, thankfully, nice. we had a we had extra peoples. Uh, I, was I say, can that's taking turns. Oh yeah. 
I can say without a shadow of fucking doubt, uh, driving through, like, because we, we, we drove through, like, you know, a, a good ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wyoming is terrible because okay. Wyoming is flat. I okay. hate it. It is mm-hmm. awful. There is nothing to see. There is nothing to do. It's just flat. It's okay. awful. So it's New Mexico. Yeah, essentially. Um, but it's flat. There's just grass. It's awful. Nebraska, very much the same thing, except there there are little bits of like, oh, that's something interesting to look at out the window as I'm driving by, you know, whatever. Uh, Missouri has the best bathrooms, like the best rest stops. I don't know why. They just okay. do. Okay. Um, do not drive through Nashville. Do not. Nashville, <laughs> okay. Nashville, Tennessee is a fucking clusterfuck. I, is it? It could have been the lack of sleep. It could have been just the drivers themselves. But Tennessee, Nashville specifically, we almost got in a wreck like three times just trying to get through fucking Nashville. Okay, I just pulled Nashville up on the maps real quick. And all I'm looking at, not even like, you know, the the mountains. or I'm just looking at the roads. It seems like almost every highway of every freeway converges onto nashville uh-huh. from every direction north south yep. east west northwest southwest like i'm looking at it right now and there is a ridiculous amount of freeways that there's literally a a, a rectangular-ish oval around nashville that they all run into like it's a giant highway traffic circle uh-huh. it's how terrible. about no how about yeah, no? no, Nashville's terrible. Fucking, I, I will not drive through Nashville ever again. Like, I, I would rather, I would rather do anything else. I have never seen, I'm looking at this right now, it's tripping me out. I have never seen a rectangular oval around a city of a highway like that. That That's actually <laughs> really weird to me, the way that it is. So that's actually pretty common in east like in bigger eastern cities okay because those aren't built for cars those are built for wagons and okay so they're going og and they just never dropped the structure that they already had essentially yeah like basically here on the west coast like one of the big things here on the west coast most of our roads and most of our infrastructure was built for cars in mind Uh uh-huh theirs is not uh, you can also look at Atlanta, Georgia, and see kind of that same kind of vibe of, like, there is a, you know, basically a, a highway or freeway that goes around the outside, and everything kind of conglomerates into the center. I'm now looking because I'm curious. Um, and so far, Charlotte, Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, mm-hmm. like, they all have that same thing. Richmond, Virginia. Oh, my God. Yeah, Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, it's it's an East Coast thing because again, their roads were not built with cars in mind. This was like oh, wow. wagons or foot traffic or horses or buggies. This was not a, a a thing that the West Coast adopted. Oh gosh, Columbus, Ohio has a nope. Yeah, I, I'm see, I'm, I'm I'm born and raised. Indianapolis is the same shape. They're all the same uh-huh. shape. Uh-huh. It's tripping me out. I'm, I'm born and raised <laughs> in, in you know, Long Beach, California, right? That's hmm. that's where I'm, I'm from. I don't live there now, but it's just a giant city. Like I was I was pointing out that it's pretty much you can drive back roads almost from North L.A. to San Diego to Tijuana. 
you can mm -hmm. almost drive, you know, roads all the way down that freeway. Um, so we just had every freeway going along into each other. We're not used to that circular motion of highways. This is tripping me out. Like, I'm learning so many new things today. Look, the original bananas are pretty much gone. The plantains, the circular <laughs> shapes around the, the, the cities on the East Coast. Antarctica has things growing under it. Mind blown today. Yeah, Mind fuck blown. it. Shit's trippy. Like, the world is wonderful. And, like, the reason why things are the way they are. It's just, ow, it's just it's, shit's cool. Like, learning about the world is cool. It, it is. It is. I mean, even, okay, so I'm looking at Sacramento, so on the West Coast, mm -hmm. even Sacramento that has a lot of highways because it's a little bit inland still doesn't totally have that surrounded, like, like rally the wagon circle around the city, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it still like has Seattle a lot of the winds that just go through it. Yeah, Seattle also doesn't have that. Uh, San Francisco doesn't really have that. Like, San Jose, not even San Jose has that. Interesting. I'm I'm specifically looking for like bigger cities on the west. Like Las Vegas doesn't really have that. I mean, it kind of mm. does, but it doesn't really. Reno does. Surprised. Reno. But well, actually, oh, I can I can I can see that because Reno's mountainy, so you have like the, mm. the place of the which. See now, now I'm over here looking. You guys listening? Like we are just burning through <laughs> Google Maps right now, trying to find. <laughs> so if you want to join us, pull up your Google Maps, look at the roads, and see the the ovals and the rectangular circle areas around these major cities. Oh, this Denver kind of does. Th that makes sense to me because of where Denver is. Uh, have you ever been to like Colorado or Denver in that area? Uh, I have driven. I like I. Because of the route we took to go get the kids, uh, uh -huh. I have seen. I, I can point and be like, mm, "Yes, that was that was one of the big mountains in." Because that was the only thing to really look at for a bit in uh -huh. Wyoming was yeah. Colorado and the big ass mountain there. I'm just like I can point to it and be like, "That's Colorado." Yep. Can we go there? No, we got we got time <laughs> schedule. We got to keep up. Right, right. Well, because I, I I used to travel for work and flew into uh, Denver and then drove down to Colorado Springs and then down to Pueblo which is pretty much at the bottom of the state. Um, so I got to go through, not totally the bottom, but uh, three-quarters of the way down. It is, it, Denver to me is absolutely gorgeous. There's a lot of flat, but the reason why I say it's gorgeous, they have the, those big plateaus yeah. that are just off in the distance. You just see yeah. these giant plateaus. To me, that's, that's, that's a beautiful thing. But I will well, say you, Utah... Um, not as much a fan, and, and here's why. Not because the people, not because they don't put alcohol in their beer and liquor, but because of one reason. Uh, I, I mentioned that I was born and raised in Long Beach, right? So I'm a Southern California person. Uh, cold is in the 50s. You know, we deal with a lot of warm weather, ocean, you know, the whole California thing, Southern yeah. California. I was traveling for work, uh, flew into um, Salt Lake City, and then went up, I think, past Ogden. I don't know. We were somewhere in the mountains, right? We are somewhere in the mountains. And I had never been in zero-degree weather ever in my life, okay? Um, and so we, we get to the hotel that we're staying at before we go do the job because we're, you know, we're there for a week. And I'm in the hotel, and I'm in a pair of basketball shorts and a T-shirt, right? It's about 11, 12 o'clock at night, getting ready to go to bed. And I'm like, oh, I forgot something in the rental car. I'm just going to run out and get it real quick. I knew that it, it had snowed, 
But I was like, I can just run out real quick to the car barefoot in shorts and a t-shirt and grab. It's only going to take a couple of seconds. I opened the hotel door. I stepped out onto the cement and it felt like somebody stabbed me in my foot. Right. And I was like, wow, that was painful. Jumped right back inside, got fully dressed, got what I needed. The next day when we were going, you know, the, the banks have the little clock and it tells you the temperature. The next morning it was negative eight degrees. Oh yeah. And I was like, I've never been in this. I don't know this world. (laughs) Yeah, no, uh, look, I, uh, for me, when, when we drove over to get the kids, because that's the, the furthest I've ever been, right? Uh-huh. Um, God, I, I, it must have been near Ogden. It must have been, because I'm, I'm trying to retrace my route. Just kind of like figuring it, because I know that we went down, uh, was it the 84? Yeah, it must because I know that we went, we didn't go into Salt Lake City, but we went close, and then we cut over through to Wyoming. So it must have been uh, going from the 84 to the 80. Okay. It must have been near Ogden or like uh, on that route. Okay. But I remember there was a uh, there was an area where it was like hill, hill, valley that the, the highway goes down. And there was a rest stop there. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. Like, it's early morning. The sun's coming up. It'll be fine. I got out of the car and I damn near died on the spot because yes. it was so fucking cold. Yes. But I'm, that was when I was smoking, uh, you know, smoking the, the smoky, smoky cigarettes. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I need a cigarette. I need one so bad right now. But I'm sitting there shaking just like, yep. this is worth it. This is worth <laughs> it. I stopped smoking shortly after that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great deterrent. It is a great Super. deterrent. Amazing deterrent of just like, mm, I really want to smoke the cigarette. But it is negative degrees outside. Yeah. I, you know what? No, I'll wait. I'll wait. It's fine. Yeah. No, we got down to negative uh, uh, 15 last night here. Um, and before I went to bed, I looked on my phone, it was negative five, right? And I was, I was reminiscent of my time in Utah. (laughs) So I'm in my kitchen, I'm in basketball shorts and a Mm -hmm. t-shirt and I'm like, Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm going to go stand on the back porch just to do it. So, so so I'm I'm just going to give everybody a, a description of what happened. I go over to the back sliding door, right? I open it up, instantly regretting the decision to open the door, instantly. <laughs> but I'm committed. Okay. I'm I don't I, I don't flake out. When I say I'm gonna do something, I do it. So I stepped out oh, no. and involuntarily went, oh fuck. Like that was I didn't mean to, you know, the the, the air escaped my lungs in the shape of an oh fuck. Like that's what yep. happened. It do that. It do that. <laughs> and I told myself, like count to three before you can go back in you know like i'm challenging myself at this point no so i'm standing on the cement on my back porch barefoot in a t-shirt and shorts oh fuck two three okay back in close the door just like regret decision regret decision um but (laughs) oh i'm dying (laughs) the silly things people do oh and you make me do that every time i have to go outside to smoke Look, I don't do smoke in the house. I'm sorry. I just don't. I that's, that's fair. I just I grew up uh my my mom and stepdad smoked cigarettes in the house. I hated it then. Um when I was a teenager and my mom smoked in the house, hated it then. Even when I was on my own and had a place when I used to smoke, I would no matter how tired or how cold I was, I always went outside. I cannot stand the smell of smoke in the house. Like for some reason it just triggers like blech. 
to me. So I do apologize that you have to go um, in, in which everybody listening, um, cannabis is legal here in the state that we live in. So this is an illegal thing. Um, if she wants to go outside and, and smoke, then that's totally on you. Um, I know some people don't mind it in the house. That's cool. That's great. Uh, I, I, that's just me. That's yeah, even and like I said, even when I smoke cigarettes and I know that they smell foul and everything else, I still wouldn't, I wouldn't do it in, in the house. That was, nope. Like it had oh. to be a special level of cold for me to not want to like, you know, <laughs> go outside. I, there's been a couple times where that has hit. I'm like, mm, I, mm. <laughs> but really think about it. Yeah, you really gotta sit there and just like contemplate. Cause like when I was living in Washington, uh, I had friend like basically my whole friend group smoked, and it was one of those just like it is, it is negative numbers out there. I'm gonna bundle up. And we're gonna go. I'm gonna go have a smoke real quick. It's like, oh, uh, like we did a couple times because so it's just like okay it is it is entirely too cold to go outside right yep. now but it's mm, it, it the 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 smell of smoke in the house was just like a nope i don't like yeah. that yeah but that's when like the cartoons where they take one drag and the whole thing just you know like, yeah. done i'm out it was so cold last night when we opened up when i opened up the sliding door it it blew in like a fog like it hit yep. the warm air in the house and it turned to a, a mist and I was like, hey, this is kind of neat, but I'm closing the door now. Yeah, it's like, that's cool looking, but no. <laughs> well, okay, so now we've we've talked about how amazing you are as an artist. I think no. people have figured out how super dope you are as a human being. Um, you know, we, <laughs> oh, we brought know. up Antarctica. We brought up plantains. We brought up cross-country driving. Yep. Um, is there anything else that, that you would want to share with people to know who the Amber is? Um, know that I get distracted by cats all there the time. Go. Seeing cats is the best thing. Seeing people's pets in general is just like the coolest shit. Um, 10 out of 10. All of them are good boys and girls. Um, <laughs> and I play way too much tabletop. So I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I'm just a dude doing dude based activities. I love it. I love it. And this is why we're friends because yeah. you're awesome and dude doing dude stuff and dude activity yes all of it yes it's super awesome well then i it started did you have any any pressing things that that you wanted to uh tmz amber with i mean ask uh, amber. actually tmz and bucky <laughs> will you draw me being tyson leo uh i've already got up on my list i'll be working on those either today or tomorrow Thank you. I got, I got you. I got okay, so that being said, I want to make sure everybody knows that not only, and I'll put I'll put links down below in the description. Not only can you find what uh, Amber does at amberlarkart.com, but you can also go visit and say hi to Amber yes. at twitch.tv/amberlarkart, and that's mm-hmm. Amber Lark L A R K Art. Um, and and just go say hi, go hang out, and and yeah. see the person that you've been listening to and hearing, and see the beautiful artwork that they do. Um, I strongly encourage everybody. It's a place that I love to be. I love to go hang out. Um, it, it's one of those places that usually you're on later than I am, mm-hmm. uh, and so I'll be tired. Up, you know, I streamed, I did all my work for the day, and either I'll raid you or I'll see that you're on, you know, later on, and yeah. I'll just be like, okay, I'm I'm 
people down on people oh Amazon. Boom, and it, you're <laughs> even if I don't always say hi or like you know com- converse, I'm like if you're on, you're you're on my screen. That's just how it is. Look, um, it'd be like that sometimes, dude. And, and that's the cool thing too is that I like just listening to people. You know, even if I'm not interacting, but like I'm I'm cleaning up, you know, after stream or I'm I'm mm-hmm. doing little pieces of work that I need to do, um, that I just have like you in my ears, and it's like. I don't know, just the, the vibe of your stream itself is very soothing and comfortable. It's a very comfortable, like, loungy hangout feel for me. Um, and so I'm encouraging everybody, encouraging everybody to uh, go see. And right now, uh, Star is is cleaning her, just so you guys, because you can't see, cleaning her keyboard with a brush and one of the cats is apparently going nuts trying to get said brush. You won't get it. <laughs> um, but I just want to thank you a lot. Thank you. Yep. There oh, we're, we're, we're distracted fully right now watching the cat standing up, skibbity papping this little brush. Dude, and, and yeah. it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, no, full on distraction. Uh, I'm distracted by cats. This, this is a this is not a new a, a new a new thing. I I love cats. They're cute as fuck. Dude, I'm I'm right there with you. That's why we went from one to six. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So we went from like one to four. So crazy cat ladies unite, yo. Dude, straight up, I'm with you. So I just I want to thank you so much for waking up early, first of all, and then taking the time to sit and hang out with us and talk and share oh, who you idea. are and go off on tangents of Antarctica, which to me is exciting. Hell yeah, dude! Tangents are so much fun. Like I am glad that we like. I know, really, was like you're actually talking about your business, or so I'm like, yeah, after some tangents. <laughs> and what, I made sure to definitely make sure that people know amberlarkart.com that 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 is in there that people know because you can go there just so you guys know you can go there to get commissions if you're either veteran D&D or you're just starting or you're just interested in a, a character build design um, because you've always wanted that this is the place to go okay. uh, this is definitely the place to go I've seen a number of Amber's pieces and seeing that detailed um, questionnaire that you have, like you, you hit them spot on. Like you're, you're really, really good at what you do. You're really good at what you do. You're a veteran, as they may say. Ah, back in my day. (laughs) See, see how many people, you know, will be like instant pirate back in my day are many. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, back in my day. People got one D&D character a week and they liked it. <laughs> yes, dude. Okay, well, thank you so much for hanging out. I do appreciate it. Thank you, Star, for being here as well. Yes. And distracting with the cats. That is fantastic. <laughs> the babies. But we will, we will uh, you don't have to go when I say bye, but everybody that's listening, you will have to go when I say bye. So we'll see you guys later. Uh, be sure to check out the podcast. We drop every Monday and Thursday at 4 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. That way you on the East Coast can listen to us on your drive into work. And I hope yeah. you have a wonderful, fantastic day. Okay, bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in for this episode of the podcast. We appreciate your time. And we hope to see you back again for more very soon. Until then, take care, have a wonderful day, and go follow Pochfad on Twitch.